Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It stands for nigga don't announce. <laughs> Wait, what? Somebody on Twitter said NDA stands for nigga don't announce. Because somebody <laughs> went to Twitter and said that they... Um, Beyonce, they're confirmed for Beyonce swimwear line oh, shoot okay. or some shit like NBA. that, and then the uh, tweet got deleted right after. So some people were like, "Grand opening, grand closing," and then this person was like, "NDA stands for nigga, don't announce, don't announce, <laughs> stop just announcing lost your her job. Yeah, <laughs> you I'm about to lose your job. Hey, you, you about, about to lose your job." I thought she was Jamaican When this came out You guys didn't think She was Jamaican She might be Just a little bit Secretly Who comes out With a reggae track As their first track (laughs) Who comes out With Missy Elliott Introducing them On their first track She was meant for royalty (laughs) I mean Missy Elliott Always backed The strong female artists Yup I'm not gonna lie, I was mad at her for this song. Why? What do you mean, why? Y'all were getting wild. Y'all were getting riled up. Women were in their biggity. You had this song, then you had the, um, I take my keys into the driver's. I was like, yo, y'all need to chill out. Woo! I bust the windows out you. Come on! Yes, I will. And now I'm just thinking that to the man one time. Look at just endless hits. This is just the first album. I'm not scared of lions and tigers and bears, but I'm scared of. If I could, Jesus Christ, could forget him, mm. I would. Please believe me, and I know that I should throw the towel in, but baby, it's not not that easy. Hey, you treat me so much better than him. If I was saying there'd be no competition, 
But, bitch, but I'm, I'm in love Damn, I never heard With that. someone else I'm so sorry Hey Hey I'm in love with another man It just keeps going It just keeps going It's a voice that's undeniable The fact that Jasmine Sullivan was on Tinder needs to be discussed. That's actually kind of disrespectful. Why should ja- why are why aren't uh, female artists getting dick in the same abundance that didn't, male artists are getting vagina? Didn't Ari Lennox say that she was on Tinder or something like that too? Yeah, she was on one type of dating app. I remember she was on Instagram Live, like, just roasting it and stuff like that, like, how shitty it was for her. I feel like Ari be doing things just to have... Like SZA. Some, like, material. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Ari's literally low-key, low-key... Um, are we recording on there? Yeah. Low-key uh, stand-up comedian. Like, she, and she dabbles in some things that, like, I feel like she just does to get on Instagram Live mm-hmm. and tell us about it. <laughs> like, I... I can see her. She's obviously talk, talked about um, her struggles with relationships and dating and, like, the bad luck that she's had. She's gone on hiatus where she's like, oh, I'm never having sex again or I'm never dating again. Fuck these niggas. Um, she said, classic line in one of her songs, don't date these niggas till so you're, you're 42. 43. 43? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I, can see, I can see Ari Lennox being on Tinder. Why? I have absolutely no, no idea. I know plenty of penis that would be thrown at her in an instant. In an instant. Yeah. But I, is it about the dick? I mean. Or does she want somebody who's going to be, you know? Who knows? Who knows? She looks great right now, though. Mm-hmm. She looks pretty amazing. She's been and she, know, she knows she look good, too. She uh-huh. keeps taking them pictures. She knows she look good. Mm-hmm. When she first came out, I didn't know she looked like that. But now I'm like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. I like, uh, I like noticing all the um, R&B singers when they get in their sexy bag. Like when it's time to grow up the music mm-hmm. and they all get like her is in that vibe right now. Oh, man. Hers video, well, that, the Chris Brown one. Jeez. It's like it just Trunk, reminds the, me the cover of the art of that. Is yeah. Just sexy. That's actually a still from the video. And the video, it reminds me of uh, Sabrina Claudio all to me, even though I know I'm not supposed to say Sabrina Claudio's <laughs> ever again. I and, get and it. She fully but guess t- what, guys? I'm still listening. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all can cancel him. You know what? Hey, hey, y'all all not got your lie. problematic faves. She's not a fave at all, but she got two songs that I'm like, she I can't does. let these go. She does. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have a confession. I, I played uh, Biggie Smalls Fucking You Tonight, which obviously uh, features R. Kelly. And I was uh, blasting it just like, ha! Ah! And I, then I realized walking the streets <laughs> blasting it. I was like, <gasps> Yo, but then I somebody looked at me. <laughs> you know I what I'm did, saying? I did that, uh, was it yesterday? Uh, Goldie Cox played an R. Kelly song. <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention. And I started singing. And he was like, I'm telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Snitch on her. Nice setup. Nice setup. <laughs> they can set up a cancer your ass. You staying at home. 
<laughs> Ostracize you from society. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, All he Jesus. wants to do is cuddle. Hey. Hey, man. That is the life. That is the life. We going to get into it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> This is how you know Norm is with his lady. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a different a, energy. There's a different energy right now that I'm he feeling. Glowing. He's glowing. Skin, skin all cleared up. She don't give you a skin routine. <laughs> no, I ran out of weed. Uh, I ran out of weed. So I am very energetic right now, guys. Um, how do you run out of weed in, in Montreal? Uh Montreal. I mean Run! I ran out of my mm. high-grade weed. Ah. I had to succumb to some of the some Montreal, of that bush. some of that Montreal <laughs> bush. It's that biker weed, you know what I'm saying? It's that biker that shit. Montreal so, bushes. It's it's it honestly tastes like something that was about to get shipped to New York. This nigga smoking time. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, you know, it wasn't that good. But uh, you know, honestly, not smoking as much as I normally do. Productivity and levels are up. No, I'm not even product- productive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. I'm, just, I'm chilling, but at the same time, like I haven't relaxed this uh, guilt-free in a long time. Mm. Normally, when I'm relaxing, I'm just like, oh, I gotta do shit. I got something to do. I shouldn't be doing this. But now I'm like, I'm gonna chill the fuck out. You guys it's get fucking, that often? It's a I pomegranate right now, so why the hell do I gotta go outside? You guys get that often where it's like you feel like if you're just chilling out, like you're like wasting time. I feel like that whole grind and don't sleep mentality is mm. low key unhealthy I'm and over not. It. It's very. Not I used cool. to. I used to be like that. I always felt like I had to do something, and I always felt like once I accomplished something, it was like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Mm. Now I don't give a fuck. You won't Facts. get the bare minimum from me <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's okay exactly because the bare minimum is still a lot more than some people can give you know what i'm saying so well they're, they're just talking i was i posted a tiktok this week of professional culture mm-hmm. and how like there a lot of businesses will have you like give your all while mm-hmm. not compensating for your all yeah you know what i mean and taking advantage especially when I noticed the jig of like the whole signing me up for one thing and then somebody leaves. And then now all of a sudden I'm picking up the slack. Hell no. But then when somebody else comes, I'm still picking up the slack because I do it better than them. No. For sure. That's not how this works. I always be like, okay, so where's my extra money? I did something out of the goodness of my (laughs) own heart. I came, I helped you out with this part of the job that's not in my job yeah. description. I don't have to do this. Or I ask, or I'll straight up be like, okay, so what's the like time length for this? Like how long, how long will I, have I be to doing actually this? do this yeah. for? And then once that day comes, I'll be like, well, it's not my responsibility now. I'll be so counting down I'll be the transitioning. Hours. <laughs> I'll be counting down the hours yeah. till that day when it's yeah. like, oh, okay, so I don't do this anymore. Yeah, no, <laughs> that shit's trash. Um, but yes, how was your week? How was everybody's week? Norm. Ooh. How was my week? Well, mm. <laughs> you got as you can see. Yeah. My girlfriend's poems. Um, <laughs> 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 
Yeah, no, I've been, I've been eating, eating good. You know what I'm saying? Been eating nice out here. Yes. That, that Montreal smoked meat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you had it. I'm so fucking bro, jealous, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll bring some back for Please. you guys. Please. Oh, my God. Seal, some Schwartz. Schwartz. Seal, that's what this. it was called. Schwartz. Yeah, I knew it started with an S. Boy. That is the um, spot in Montreal, man. so good. I have no had clue the, what that the is. Asian buns. Schwartz is this, You're gonna this love the it. best yeah. Montreal smoke, smoke meat you'll ever have in oh, your life. It's the greatest it's the shit in the world. Spot. It's, it's He's never had it. He's never had it. What color is the logo? He's never had it. I've had it. He's had Montreal smoke, but wasn't did one of his. Yep, Alicia. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh huh. It's that. He's never tasted it in his life. Not once. What type of bread is it? It's the rye. No, it's not rye. It's literally white bread. Nah, nah. It's all the bread. That's the only bread they got there, nigga. Like, oh, they got the rye. He tried to get cultural too. Well, um, yo, okay, real, real quick Rakeem though. said you're a pro hype man. Mm, he is. He does. He does. He's he's uh, the flavor flav. <laughs> minus flavor flav. minus the clock and the height and and the color. Gold teeth. Um, I heard low key. I heard low key uh, flavor flav is actually a genius. Somebody yeah. was telling me like a fun fact about flavor flav is like he's low key like. Smart well book. beyond mm -hmm. everybody else's idea. Oh my gosh, I actually ran okay. into him Re when I went to Life is Beautiful did. in Las Vegas. Oh. Alicia hasn't known every black person in America in a long time. I haven't said that. I'm chill. It's been a long time since you've known This quarantine is really getting to her, man. She can't know every black person anymore in America. This is crazy. I still know them. Anyways, and then also when I worked with Delicious, um, of course. who won... Mm. How was it being around that ass? Did she have like a beeper, something that warned you? She back it up? Uh, no, you just heard her voice. You heard her mouth before you saw she the ass, loud. surprisingly. She yeah. yeah, she likes attention. She wants oh, all yeah. the attention on her. Mm -hmm. So there was a time where we were beefing because she didn't like that I got the attention mm -hmm. when I first started, you know? She Be was like, Talent what? over ass. Um, <laughs> but yeah, her ass was always out. It was always shaking. It would be like ah, 9 a.m. And she'd be in the studio clapping some shit and getting like guys to film it for her and stuff like that. Uh, and then every day after her shift, she would ask this one guy, Jamar, um, to go around and like take pictures of her throughout the office and stuff like that. And um, Jamar trying to picture his way into some pussy. Yeah, but he's married. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's so? married. No, but he's married. And so this one lady that I worked with, she used to be like, Mm -mm -mm. If his wife seen this, <laughs> fam, delicious gotta tag me. <laughs> I'm taking all these pictures. No, uh, oh no, 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 she's never gonna take you. We're not even in a going on a date. I'm yeah, just over here taking take your fucking pictures like a lap dog. Fuck out of yeah. here. Fuck out of here. You know, you know that when Flavor Flavor got uh, allegedly kicked in the face on Eric Andre's show, and no one knew if it was real or not. You know when um it was Hannibal Burris. Mm. I remember you showed me the clip. Yeah, that shit was real. He was actually real. did it. Yeah, I thought it was a fake thing. Nah, wow. most, most everything on Eric Andre show is absolutely real. Mm. Like it's I think it's, well, they've only shot. had one yeah. scene that was like orchestrated. 
Aww, she's, boy, she's being shy. That boy getting shy. liquids delivered. Look at look at you, a little lemonade. Oh, ginger tea, you know what I'm saying? Oh, ginger tea. Oh, oh, oh mama. <laughs> Domesticated poppy. Okay, <laughs> I see you. I'll tell you what. I got. Uh, I got. Exp- wifey got exposed to somebody with corona. Mm. Um, found out later, and I was. <laughs> indirectly exposed Mm. so i had to go and get myself checked and i'll tell you what montreal's health system is so much better than toronto's Mm. health system because i walked right through that shit they (laughs) smelt the loud in my pocket this was the leftover loud i still have from toronto and then the the nurses were like uh excuse me sir uh do you have marijuana on your person (laughs) it's like in fact, I do. <laughs> and he's like, I can smell it through my N95 mask. These are supposed to be really strong masks, but I can still smell. I'm like, I apologize for how loud my weed is. But, uh, but then they, put, they, they processed me. Everything was great. The swab, it's not even that bad. I love how everyone in this hospital is, is Filipino. That's just <laughs> it's a wild no, coincidence. <laughs> Filipino. Wow, was that, did that sound Filipino? I'll show you that's French accent. <laughs> that <laughs> this was is my French accent. Uh, and Tito, the referendum. No, that was a Tito. I tried to do a. Uh, that was a. No, Tito is yeah. like this, guys. Come no, on. No, just because no, you no. make it higher doesn't mean yeah, it's a different yeah, yeah. accent. Mm-mm. I guess I was there wasn't enough words with the letter R in it because you know once you say like bird and the referendum like you, sound more, you know the R's anything with R's make you sound more French you know, yeah more Quebecois you know yeah definitely uh, like, Pinoy's definitely sound like Quebecois now that I think of it oh Yate said it was a good Quebec accent okay thank you Yate okay, okay. all right anyways I don't know what that was what country <laughs> was, that, was that Malaysia. <laughs> Is that Malaysia with a hint of Macedonian? What, what was that? What? It was. It was all How that. Does Mac- I wanted to ask you, Alicia. It's a specific region. It's got the mic, you know. Uh, yes, Alicia. When oh. you got COVID, yeah. um, you said you felt it right away. It wasn't a Instantly. gradual thing. Instantly, you know. Well, yeah, you know, but, but I'm also Alicia Simone, so yep. I like intuitively knew I had it. We need like a harp sound <laughs> for whenever she says that or has one of her moments. <laughs> Just be I like, have this, that's a raven <laughs> I have a problem. I don't know if mm-hmm. I am, I got COVID because mm-hmm. I tested negative, but then they said it was also one of those things where like... It could still come. It could still come. And wifey was said, they said since you were in direct, if she was in direct uh, contact, she has to quarantine. But mm. I don't. So I'm just like, but I'm still staying with the person that's quarantined. Quarantine, yeah. she gonna pass it to me. So I don't really know. Well, I think it's just if think. she gets positive, that's when you'd for sure have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she's only gonna she'll find she gets to take her test again in in a week or so. Mm. Um, so then now I got I think I have to wait till she gets a test to do my own test again to yeah. see if I got it now. But the problem with me is now I'm starting to feel light symptoms yeah when i say light symptoms i'm like i'm feeling kind of not like light fever some sweating i'm not Mm. it's not hot in here but i also haven't smoked weed (laughs) so So you think you're going through a withdrawal i could also be going through withdrawal (laughs) sounds like a crack withdrawal i don't don't think you do that with weed yeah no when you don't try to stop smoking weed after 20 years of weed straight no backwards, no weed. You're going to have cold sweats. Okay, so I'll start today, and then the next 20 years, I'll come back to you with a... Yes. With the results. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know how you feel. Um, 
I was going to say that my first symptom was like a scratchy throat and like a little cough. And then oh. it hit me like the day after is when everything hit me where it was like the flu symptoms. I didn't have a fever though, but like the sweats and the chills and just wow, wanting that to ain't sleep and stuff ringworm. like that. That's a little ringworm. <laughs> that ain't nothing serious. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be See, more afraid like, to catch ringworm than I, I had ringworm when I was like seven or something. Dotty lifestyle. I had like, I was <laughs> Dotty lifestyle. And where was it? And he had the actual ring pop yeah. up on your on your on your. Wow. Oh, yeah. Did it get soft was, and mushy? Uh, no. There was just like a, a circle, and I had the scar for a while, but it was because um. Like, I used to go out to, like, the country and stuff like that, and I was swimming, like, in the lake. Dirty water. Dirty lifestyle. And dirtiness <laughs> there. Mean, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. There's nothing. It was a long time ago. Uh, I cleaned up my ass since like, then. <laughs> nothing describes dirty better than a Jamaican dirty. Like, dirty lifestyle. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, take any other accent that says dirty or any other language. There's something about a Jamaican dutty. Yeah. Or, you know what? An Ilocano uh, dirty is also, that's my f- native dialect. It's dugyot. That sounds pretty gross, too. What? I got ringworm when I was 12 after I used some body oil my friend's mom <laughs> got for me. I don't know where she got it, and I still have the scars, says Joella. Oh, Joella, that was KY Jelly. You can't use too much of the lube uh, <laughs> on, your, <laughs> on your skin. It <laughs> brings mm. out a hyperallergenic reaction. Um, <laughs> it's oh, meant for your ass. I asshole. wonder what kind of body oil that was. Was it I was castor say, oil? That's not true because it's definitely on my approved uh, <laughs> allergy list. <laughs> You checked if KY was on your approved list. Is there a site for that where you can check? It's an app. It's an app. Mm-hmm. You got an app for everything. There's bro. this app, um, and oh you can. Oh my god! And, um, your allergist will put in what you're allergic to, and they'll give you a co- code. So when you go and download it, you put in a code, and then it will store your allergens, and it will sort through all the products that they have tested here, and um, it'll sort it in like different categories. So. You know, like oral health stuff, face stuff, skin, Damn. eyes, whatever. And it will tell you all the things that have been tested and are do not contain your allergens. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm glad I'm not. Like, I'm just developing some allergies and mm-hmm. it's uh, just the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there's no really, can't avoid the world. <laughs> I just like to say, Michael Jackson was on this COVID thing early. They think of, used to wear, used to wear mask masks all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> he was, and he was all about like, heal the world, make it a better place. See, and he, 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 he gave us the, qu- the quarantine. Us. You are not alone. <laughs> I am here with you. <laughs> No, R. Kelly he gave was us preparing that. us. Oh. Oh, Mike. Okay. Um, it's a lot of R. Kelly today. <laughs> he wrote that shit. Come on now. You We're only really 22 minutes in. 22 minutes in and like three He's R. Kelly's. Three, three R. Kelly's already. <laughs> we should have like an R. Kelly count <laughs> just in the corner. <laughs> it's just R. Kelly's Somebody head. keep track for us. <laughs> That's three Kelly's. Three Kelly's today. Three Kelly's today. <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, how was your week? Oh. Nah, we ain't, we ain't going to me yet. How was your yeah. week, Miss Muskoka? Miss Muskoka, Miss Great Outdoors, Miss Views and um, such. Views. 
peace and tranquility with the vibes and mm. things. I, I see you chilling on the dock. <laughs> How was it being Caucasian for a weekend? Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I, saw, I saw you up on that. <laughs> and I've been that way for I mean, two, embracing, your caucus, <laughs> your, embracing your caucasity for a weekend. I love being outside. Um, yeah, it was great. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it means to be white. She got it on the dot. We outside. Yeah. Well, we outside. Regardless, yeah. we don't believe in this shit. We outside. Come outside. No, it was so beautiful, the place that we stayed at. And um, yeah, I was just like so happy to go. Mm. I was appreciative to be out there. Nice. You know, I was getting tired of um, working in my crib. So. Oh, was you so, and Hubby just went out there? Yeah. Nice. Took that's the, a vibe. Took the workspace out there. So it was cool. Um, I hope that they're actually still back, renting though. out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like their amenities are closed, like the hot tub, pool, spas, and stuff ah, like that. That's annoying. But honestly, like it's so. Couldn't it just break it, it into the hot so tub? It was so peaceful. Um, it probably isn't even clean. True. Right. <laughs> um, but it was just so peaceful and like so beautiful that. It didn't even matter. Mm. And like in um, our suite, it had like the full kitchen and a fireplace nice. and stuff like that. Ooh, so fireplace vibes. Oh, shit. Fireplace, <laughs> fireplace <laughs> sex, different. I'm sorry. You can feel that heat touching your skin a little bit. Yeah. Mm, a vibe. But we're definitely going to go back. Um, when I was leaving, I bust my ass. So... <laughs> I have a <laughs> got a booty bruise. Got a booty bruise. No, I don't bruise. have a booty bruise. I have a twisted ankle. Mm. It hurts really bad, and then my other knee from on the other leg. The busted challenge has knee. this like really bad scrape on it. See, Megan Thee Stallion is setting a poor example. She put some stress <laughs> on her knees months ago. Okay, <laughs> then Lizzo got y'all twerking. That's more stress <laughs> on the knees. Erica Banks come out and said, bust it, bust it, bust it. you busted bust it, it. and yeah. now I look at you. Yeah. See? I just fell. They setting y'all up. <laughs> There's a conspiracy against black women knees. Oh, my gosh. And I personally would like to explore that. <laughs> I would not I, like to explore um, black women's knees. I'm sorry. I called my mom when we were driving back to, like, tell her, because I, like, injure my ankles all the time. Luckily, it's not my right one that I injure all the time. Um, it was the opposite, mm. right? And I went and I, t I told her, and she was just like, he tried to kill you? Did he push you? I was like, Mom. girl. Moms was watching was the Son like, of Sam documentary on Netflix. God I damn. I was like, girl, <laughs> you're on speakerphone. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Come on, Karens. <laughs> Yo. And yeah, wait, have they spoken or met? Yeah, uh, they just met on Mother's Day, <laughs> so they met after. So they met after it. So that was his introduction <laughs> to Mom Dukes. Well, um, oh. they've like she's they've said like five words or whatever on Facetime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they met on Sunday. I'm sorry, as a black man, I'd be scared. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, yo, wait, what'd your mom say? <laughs> what's, happening? <laughs> what's happening right now? What's going on? <laughs> nah, wow. it's all love. <laughs> it's all love. Um, that's so crazy. It's not. <laughs> nah, but you say yeah, you need I, more. You say you need more calcium and vitamin D, Alicia. Well, I've been getting a lot of vitamin D, so I think I just. Need <laughs> I was waiting for that. That was a perfect alley hoop. And if you did have a spot like that, I'd be so mad. That I would have been pissed. I would have been pissed. She's like, I've been getting plenty of vitamin D. 
No Thank son, you. if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> no, she's been having somebody's son for show. Period. Me and somebody's son. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, no, I would never want to go into the forest with a, uh, a girl, a woman, and her come out injured. <laughs> at any point in time like, like literally when we were leaving we were walking to the car and i just like bust my ass yeah no we stayed and i just sat there and i'm just like <laughs> and then he tried to go back into the room to get ice and it was locked so he had to go to the front desk and oh sorry. jesus christ asking for ice oh. for your girl in 2021 is oh. <laughs> red flag red flag red flag he, he might as well have just walked in like take me <laughs> just just take me. I feel like there's like a button underneath the front desk that's like, like robbing banks. Oh, you need ice? Just tapping the fuck up the button. It's a nigga button. It says nigga button yeah, right across the top. Especially being like the only black people. It's like, it's like, it's like that, business, that Staples button. <laughs> oh god i would have ate that one just because you ever eat something racially like, like you just take an l just because you know as as a black person you're like this gonna look real fucked up yeah <laughs> he was like but that's what he said. when he came back to the car he was just like it's so great being able to walk in there and be like my girlfriend but he was like the fact that i had to follow it up with fell and hurt herself and needs ice he the was like, it just like went from you know me what the problem is. To, oh shit! You know what the problem is? <laughs> Domestic violence relationships been using the I fell card way, way too, much. too much. It's ruined the I fell. You can't even fall no more in a relationship. <laughs> well, I can't fall. Oh, I can. I can fall in love though. I can fall in love though. You yeah. see what I did there? You see yeah. what I did there? And then the fact <laughs> the first thing my mom says was like, "Did he push you? Did he try to kill oh you?" Like <laughs> on speakerphone. Yeah. <laughs> Like, ma'am, no. I'll kill that nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How was y'all Mother's Day? How was your Mother's Day, intern? Good. Come tell us. Come say it on the mic. There's a mic right here. Come t come tell the people. Come they can't do hear it on the dick. I mean, do they can hear you say good because of the bass. <laughs> What's in your wrong voice? with him? He wants to go right in front of the cameras in the tightest yeah. space ever. You are a sick nigga. <laughs> you are a sick nigga. For sure. Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm a wholesome ass motherfucker. Okay. okay. Mm. Whoa! Did you just swear? He right? did. I'm a wholesome did you say ass motherfucker. motherfucker? I you can't say motherfucker. Oh, mother! He didn't even say <laughs> motherfucker. Like all of a sudden, this nigga from New York. That's like. Well, a, you uh, no. You was about to ask him a Mother's Day question. He can't I say was. This is crazy. <laughs> but he can't say mother. You said I'm, I'm asking about your mom, and you're crazy. calling me a motherfucker. I just I'm very confused with the energy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mother's Day was pretty good. Uh, made breakfast. Did Ooh. the whole thing. What did you make for breakfast? You pancakes. say cereal. Pancakes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Pancakes. If it was cereal, we fight. Blueberry pancakes. Waffles were an option, but it was declined. So I went with pancakes. Yeah, I would decline too. If I, if I had the option to okay, get pancakes. Okay, Alicia, are you a pancake or a waffle girl? Wait, like, making it from scratch? From scratch. Well, a box, but like, nope, yeah. No, see? No, he means like the powder. And then like I use the powder, but then oh, I add like, you yeah. know. <laughs> you the, yeah, from scratch. And then <laughs> after you got like the icing sugar, you got you all the that. batter, you put the fucking thing down, you make it. I thought you meant Eggo. No, this nigga had Eggos in the freezer. Like, hey, mom, ma, hey, yo, ma, anything for my Never that. Never that. Anything for you, mom. Never that. Anything for my queen. 
<laughs> I go spam. Mm. <laughs> what would you like? Um, hey man, okay. that's that's a, that's for a Filipino queen for sure though. We'll take egos and spam all day. Yeah. Gina said, what's wrong with egos? Nothing if it's for yourself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, if you try to go food. out and, like, that's some ghetto-ass breakfast, you know what I mean? Like, keep that to yourself. Imagine, if you're really trying to impress somebody, you need to make them bitches from scratch. Hey, you want, you want to that's impress true. a Hawaiian? Give them some spam. I'll tell you that much. Some, some bully beef for Hawaiians? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. No, oh, bully beef and spam, two different things. Spam is the pork version Bully beef is beef. Imagine like making frozen food dinner for your wife on her anniversary. Oh, oh my gosh. My I'd probably goodness. You throw you. up. Exactly. <laughs> you throw the fuck up and you throw me in jail. Like, <laughs> Alicia would just call Yeah, this nigga like abused me only, or something. I don't know. Just come get it. <laughs> no, the only time that's applicable this is, is messed it, up. Yeah, you can only do that in space. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's the only time that's okay. Facts. Yeah. Big facts. Mm-mm. So you made the breakfast. Um, yes. Was there any, I know with quarantine, everyone's strapped for cash. Yes. Was there any monetary gifts given this year? Uh, there were absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> there were there were cash cards given. Cash cards Ooh. are good. Cash cards are, are cheat code low key. Because then they can do whatever they you want. You do what you want. And then it's like the online the delivery option is there. If it's groceries, cool. I get, you know, a yeah. little bit of the favor in that. But if not, if it's whatever you want, it's whatever you want. Yeah. At the end of the day. So you gave it in the hopes that you might some somehow get, get some something groceries. Well. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Or like, <laughs> a, or like an, an appliance or something, <laughs> you know, like, you know, a new like. I, but I bought the I bought the air fryer, right? I bought the air fryer. So Okay. So you're mm. saying as a part of Mother's Day, she has to be a mother. Still. I like jumped on the air fryer <laughs> during like like Valentine's Day like area that kind of okay. like zone. So okay. I was just like, okay, it's not like an early gift to like you, but like because she took it over, obviously. Like I'll use it on the one too, but like she loves it. Like it's she, hers. Yeah, like it's whatever just, you buy is your mom's. Yes. You know oh that. no, for sure. It's I'm just sure. automatic. Oh yeah, for just sure. Just like your girl. Yes. Whatever you buy is. Hers. Oh yeah, no, oh, for sure. It's, this is how it works. Your stuff are her stuff, and her stuff are her stuff. Oh, my switch is about to be hers. Like, it's about. Your mom? It's, like, almost there. No, 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 my girl's. My girl is going to take my switch. Oh, she probably has for the weekend or something. Yeah, no, when I come over in the weekend, it's like, she's going to steal it. That's life. (laughs) Get used to it, brother. (sighs) Get used to Mm. it. But it was good. You had fun. Yes. Yeah. What's yours is mine. What's mine is mine. Do you guys do something different with your mom (laughs) on that day that you don't do normally? Um, Like, all, like... Top to bottom, the house chores. Okay. Like top to bottom, like like just making sure everything's clean. So like you don't vacuum. normally do chores. Is what well, saying. no, I'm just like uh, every uh, single uh, chore. He's every a sick growing nigga. ass I nigga. I keep telling y'all, living in his mother's house, not doing chores. Nigga, I said, do y'all do anything different on Mother's Day that you wouldn't normally do? He's like chores. Uh, up to bottom though That's a different <laughs> No 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 like, Top to bottom <laughs> Top to bottom Cause you know There's things that mama Won't let you touch You know what I'm saying Like no yes, I'll do that Agreed no. Yes I mean, Okay yeah. so he it's actually like, no, Lifts mom, the carpet Don't touch that I will do this <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's the extra for me Back in the day Mom told me yeah. You know I'm trying to be Doing something extra nice I'll lift the carpet up And sweep under that bitch I'll move the couch <laughs> For once Yeah under the couch I'll move the, the fridge sure. Oh if I move the stove I love you mm. <laughs> If I move the stove I love you True huh. That's true Yeah. Now if you move the stove and scrub and clean underneath what's under it 
Well, that's what else would you do if you moved the stove? If you just moved well, the stove just to move the stove, you sick. You got you got to re- you got to replace you, the stove you, catchers. You say, all that. You didn't say you was cleaning. You just said you'd move Bahamas, it. Like, I moved it for you. You continue cleaning. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's exactly Tris. what it is. Tris. Tris exactly. said that's what he'd do. He's like, I just moved the stove just to flex. <laughs> they got weird hobbies in Bahamas. I don't know. Niggas just be Wait, moving you got stoves. stoves in Bahamas. Oh my god. <laughs> they, they got they got they, they got cast iron stoves. <laughs> niggas just be moving stoves to impress their niggas. Jeez. Goodness. <laughs> hey, you know what I did today? What you do, nigga? I moved my stove. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah. Let's go. Nah, nigga, I'm following you on Instagram. Oh my gosh. <laughs> His whole Instagram is just him moving stoves. That's it. How'd you do? How's um, your Mother's Day? It was good. So Mother's Day was actually also my sister's birthday. Okay. Nice. Nice. My sister is officially in her 20s. Hey. Let's go. Y'all niggas can holler now. You know what I'm saying. Um, can niggas holler now? Mm. They can try. Listen, yesterday mm. I was on a work call with this new artist. Um, his name is Sebastian Javier, and he's from Toronto. I thought you were going to say Telfair. No. I, <laughs> I just thought that too. And he's first like, thing I he's like 21. He's so cute. He's so spiritually woke and all that stuff. And he's just like talking about his music. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. And my sister likes white boys. So I, was, I text her. She was upstairs. I was like, wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, wait what? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. She said she likes not just white boys, not just any white boys. She said she likes. Emo. She wants the cream of like, the like, Wait, wait, wait. She, no, like, she literally like wants. Boys? Yes. She literally wants the cream of the She wants the XD RAR game? Yes. She wants a she, simple plan? Yes. Mm. Oh, and you really? know what's like crazy, though? There. Before the white boys was Asian boys. She wants Billy's talent? Mm. Yeah. So she mm. went from K pop to Billy's talent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so I was like, here, there's this cute boy. And I was like, he's 21. And she gave me a hard no. <laughs> she was just like, you know no. what? I feel <laughs> like that's the opposite side of the Yo, that is exactly like, like the opposite asked. side of the spectrum. That's like <laughs> Filipino. Like some people will say, oh, Filipino, then black. And it's like Korean K pop, then white. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what she liked. Wow. <laughs> that's that's the gradient my of racism actually, right My sister actually, her and her two best friends actually have a K pop uh, YouTube review channel. And they have like they get thousands and thousands and that's thousands sick. of views because all they do is like listen to K-pop um, that's really music dope. and like react to it and shit like that and like talk about mm-hmm. shit that's going on with K-pop. It's There's a huge audience for that, so that's yeah. really dope. That's if they smart. did it more consistently, um, obviously the pandemic like slowed them down so much. But if they were able to do it a lot, they'd really be YouTubers. Especially right now. for a black girl, that's really dope. Yeah, like three little black girls. Oh, yeah. that's really dope. Yeah. I love black women in spaces that they're not normally mm-hmm. allowed to be in. It's yeah. pretty dope. Um, uh, but yeah, I was just going to say that the Mother's Day mm. for us was celebrating both her birthday and Mother's Day with my grandmother and my mom. Did and you guys get her a cake? Yeah. So the was Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> it was vanilla for sure. Uh, for sure. It actually was. Definitely um, a white cake. <laughs> Definitely a white cake. So Saturday night, she had her own little party. She decorated the basement and um, it looked cute or whatever, but I wasn't invited. She was like, nope. You can't okay. come. Um, it was just like You're her. You're officially at the age of uncool. Yeah, she was oh like, you need to quarantine God. for two weeks and you need to get a COVID test and like all this other shit. I was just like, all right, I'm staying home. I'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> like, but it was just like her and her two friends. They did whatever. They got so drunk. Her one friend got 
ridiculously drunk. She was like laughing on the floor because they FaceTimed me and like she just couldn't hold her liquor. She was like, I took 15 shots, 15 <laughs> shots. That's and I was the thing like, when you're younger sis, is you don't need no more. And I'm over here trying to like <laughs> coach her through it and be like, you know, and then somebody DM me and they were like, don't you do it. They got to learn on their own. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Like, Trial by fire, especially, Yo, man. especially drinking. Like you never know your <laughs> limits because it's not everybody else's limits. And so you got to just drink and drink until you have one of those nights where yeah. it's like, fuck this. I'm and never, never drinking drink again. That shit again. And then you're drinking again the next weekend. And it's like, all right, but this time I know I'm not doing that. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, she's um, definitely got to go through that on her own. It's And that's going to be the toughest thing for me as a parent mm-hmm. is like just letting them learn. Just letting what them do, do my things. kids get to go through on their own versus what do I insert myself into? I've been watching this one black woman on TikTok who is just like the fucking greatest parent mm-hmm. known to humans. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yo, the, the patience she must have is unwavering. Like her methods all require mm-hmm. The key ingredient of patience. Yeah. So she's talking about her kids hitting her. I saw. Yeah. And she's like, um, I'll ask, why did you hit? And all this other stuff. Or like our kid throwing toys around. Oh, why did you hit? Why did you throw the, the horsey around? Oh, he likes to fly. Oh, okay. But you don't want to hurt horsey though. So how can we not hurt horsey and still get him to fly? And like, oh, oh, maybe we can run around the room with horsey instead of throwing her. And the girl's like, yeah, maybe you did that. And I was just like, yo. That's amazing. I aspire to be like that. Yo, what she's preaching is all gospel, but God knows I will not be able to do that shit half the time. Are you kidding me? Like, especially what if you have one of them demon kids? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some kids that just don't give a fuck. I pray over my uterus that whatever comes out is just as angelic as I am. How do you do it? Show us. How do I pray over it? (laughs) I say... Uh, Father God bless this uterus. <laughs> Do you hold it? Do you hold it? I hold it and I rub it. I'm always you know. interested to know people's prayer techniques. Is it a hover or is it a hold? Because sometimes Mine is a hold and like a rub. You know what I mean? Like yeah, in church. Like, woo. I would look at pastors to see if they hover or hold, because that would tell me who's perverted or not. <laughs> once I see, once I see a pastor start holding, I'm like, you don't believe in the spirit, really. <laughs> yeah. The spirit doesn't require physical touch. It's not yeah. even physical in itself. Yeah. So the Holy you Spirit touching? ain't got no waist. Like, <laughs> like don't, don't put your hand there. The spirit does not grow, Pastor. <laughs> oh Honestly. It says worship, not touch. My, um, my first asked questions later, and that was not conductive for anything. Wait, hold on. Shout out to Sis out real quick. There's actually a black cake pop. Old school Jamaicans would just hit first, ask questions later. Mm. And that was not conductive for anything. Well, conducive. yeah. Conducive. I, was, I know. I was like, that sounds conducive. Is it conducive? <laughs> yes. Oh, whatever. Conductive, conducive. Same difference. It's like the same shit. No? Um, <laughs> With a T. Only one was a T. It's the same shit. Um, but it yeah, no. Th- yeah, the conductive is definitely not a word. Um, <laughs> I try to save it. <laughs> I try to save it. Uh, but no, I was thinking about this this weekend, and I was wondering if, like, <laughs> and I know this can't apply across the board because not everybody is the same. We know that this is a blanket statement warning. But are certain nationalities certain um countries 
certain, not, I don't even want to say races. Let's just say countries. Are certain countries just bad parents? Yep. Yeah. Based on the 100%. country and the country's values, the cult, the country's traditions, mm-hmm. the country's just way of life. Mm-hmm. Can entire countries just be bad at parenting? And if there are good parents, what country is that? Because I can't, I feel like it's just an entire world of bad parent countries (laughs) (laughs) with hints and glimpses of good parents in between. Mm -hmm. I've I've never, I've heard of way more horrible parents or even just bad parents than good parents. No matter what the kid will say, because no matter who and what kid you are, most kids will say, my parents are great. Mm-hmm. Because it's your parents, you love them, like, and you believe that, especially you yourself, turned out to be all right. Yeah, you know, saying your parents are bad is for some people saying I'm a piece of shit mm. or I'm not a good person. So yeah. for them saying, yeah, my parents are great people, it's they're kind of saying I'm a great person. Yeah. Not necessarily reflecting on all the fuck ups that their parents did along the way. Yeah, parents fuck up all the time, though. And I think that that's something that as you grow older, you realize like, yo, your parents are just human. They just don't know it, especially if you're the oldest kid. Then that's the first time they've ever like went through this process. The guinea pig. You have to give them grace sometimes. But which um, is why we're so jealous of the the younger siblings later on, (laughs) because they get so much more grace. They get so much more things. They get so much more spoiled. She just sits on the couch and watches YouTube videos on her phone all day. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Gina Blunt was saying uh, she can't remember exactly, but she heard South Koreans express love by actions and not words. Mm. I don't know if that's exactly true, but I do know the culture in, in Korean culture from like when my father was housing a bunch of foreign Korean exchange students. The uh, the culture between parent and child was, it was hard for them to speak over the phone. No, they didn't know how to talk and say, I love you, I miss you. It was really, I just have to show them I love them by doing well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I realized and, this, this week that my mom has never apologized. Well, she's never said the words, I'm sorry. Mm. You know, your parents will apologize, but they'll, that, for me at least, my mom has never said, I'm sorry. Those exact words. I feel, those, I feel like those words are very important. Those yeah. specific words. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like actions obviously show sorry too. Um, and depending on you know what you're used to, mm-hmm. one can be more impactful than the other. So for me, actions of sorry are not as impactful as hearing I'm sorry. And so for me, I've noticed as I've gotten older, I need to hear I apologize or I'm sorry for me to feel better about the situation. Yeah. As opposed to corrected action. Corrected action I love, of mm-hmm. course. But it's not the same for me. It doesn't hit the same. And yeah, I think that you need to do both. That's it. Yeah. Right? Um, I, my, mom, my mom apologized sometimes, but not really. Like, mm. she apologized more when we talk about it now and reflect back. She's more apologetic, but, yeah, she didn't really apologize. But, like, that probably has to do with, like, her relationship with her mom and stuff like that. Um, I know, like, two years ago, she told me how... And I didn't never even realize she was like, yeah, like your grandma never tells me she loves me and I do like everything for her, you know? Mm. And then um, 
when my grandma was sick and she was taking care of her and stuff like that, like that's when she decided to actually start telling my mom that she loved her. So it's only been like the last couple of years out of my mom's whole like, I don't know how old she was, 58 years old or something like that, mm-hmm. life. Like, I'm like, that's crazy. Because my yeah. mom says it so much to me, you know? Well, that's, she's that's always, probably why, right? Yeah, she's always <laughs> like, I love you, I love you, I love you. But even my grandma, she tells me she loves me all the time too. So for me, I'm just like, wow, that's crazy that you never like really heard that, you know? And I feel like every parent, generation to generation to generation, tries to be better than their parent. I feel like that's just a constant pursuit. I'm going to mm-hmm. be better at this and this than my parent was. I'm going to be better at this and this than my parent was. And I feel like some people who have parents that are really great mm-hmm. and really understanding, their parents came from a just a little bit notched down. And their parents came a little bit notched down. Mm-hmm. And so some people, their parenting are advanced because their parents chose a different life or their parents, parents, parents chose a different life years ago for whatever reason. And so it, for me, and for this podcast, really, we always go to the root. Mm-hmm. We always, we can't just look at the problem and say, this is the problem. You got to go to the root and be like, all right, why is it this way? And for a lot of our parents, they don't know what they don't know, like Alicia was saying earlier. Yeah, for sure. They don't know what they don't know. And so if they don't know that any of their actions... um come off a certain way or are harming Mm -hmm. it's very tough and i feel like that's what i keep saying like i feel like this next generation especially in like 20 years is gonna be elite because you have kids now look at it started quarantine you had all those little white kids calling out their parents for being racist yeah do you know how fucking hard absolutely there's so many that has to be as a kid and stuff like that like your families will shun you if you you know do that type of stuff do you know how much, like, it takes a lot of bravery to mm-hmm. come out and tell your parents. Uh, there's one, it's one thing of telling your parent, oh, you hit me too much. Or you, you stay out too late. Or I don't like you drinking. Mm-hmm. To tell your parent you're a racist mm-hmm. is nuts. Oh. It's absolutely nuts. Especially when you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because if you're not a racist, almost automatically the worst thing in life is a racist. Yeah. I can't think of anything worse personally. Mm-hmm. There's nobody on this planet worse than a racist, maybe other than a pedophile. No, I was going to say a pedophile. Yeah, right. Maybe Pedophiles, a pedophile, probably anything with kids. There's a lot of bad people. With kids, it's a little different because it's extra innocence. Like yeah. the racist thing, I already feel like there's an innocence there for whoever's on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about kids, that's like an ultimate innocence. Like mm-hmm. that shit really affects me. So that would probably be the only thing higher. But for a non-racist, racists are to- almost top of the list. Yeah. And so you're now living with and are a product of one of the things you hate the most. And you mm-hmm. have to conquer that. Mm-hmm. Kids back in the day never, like, you had maybe a one, two, but you think it was in the, the, the numbers that we have now? Yeah. Even just these parents, like the black lady I was talking about, saying all of these things on TikTok, a huge platform that we know a lot of kids are on. Yeah. Right? For kids watching that, and learning, oh shit, my mom probably doesn't handle these situations as best as she could. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a child, I never once thought my mom did something wrong. I always thought I was wrong. My mom knows best. She's been through this. Why am I so I disobedient? <laughs> I never mm-hmm. thought that my mom was wrong. I maybe thought my mom went overboard sometimes. Yeah. But 
what kid doesn't like yeah. <laughs> you always think that so i'm like oh this is just normal every kid's just annoyed at their parents and mm-hmm. there's certain things that happen that are just normal then when you get older you're like ah, when you're an adult you have a choice like mm-hmm. as a kid you don't realize that adult choice that you have to go one way or the other you just think that adults are whoever they are when I'm a, as a grown adult, I'm now like, I could be this person or I could choose to be remembered as this person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> everyone has that choice. Yeah. Regardless of racism, sexism, any mm-hmm. of that, you have a choice. So it's just, it's just very interesting. I had, I always have interesting talks with my mom on like, just reflecting back on old stuff, especially mm-hmm. old trauma that we dealt with together. Mm-hmm. That was not of our doing. Like I had an abusive stepfather mm-hmm. and just going through that whole stuff and, discussing some of that is just like you feel like this brick these bricks just come off your back like it's crazy right it's true you never had these discussions before because it's like you weren't even intelligent enough to have them with your parents you weren't brave enough yeah and it's just like crazy so it's having those discussions of like reflecting back i like doing that every mother's day it's like you remember when we did blah 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 so it was dope mom remember that time i came home high off ecstasy (laughs) (laughs) I told my mom uh, this Mother's Day about the girls that I snuck in. That was great. Wow. <laughs> it was so, it's so fun telling your parents, I got you. <laughs> like, you thought you knew what was going but no, no, no. I got you. I got you. I did my thing regardless. Mm. <laughs> you, were, you thought all those beatings worked? No, no, no. I'm still out here, my G. <laughs> when, I told, when, I told my mother, when I told my mother I got the whole family high for my weed cookies, uh, one Christmas. Did you like, tell them that they were weed cookies? No. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... That's... Okay. That's illegal. How about, that's how like, about, can you not go to jail or something? That's like illegal. That? Like, <laughs> but how about this? This was the best Christmas family party we ever had yeah. in our history of our Duh. family. Duh. <laughs> the titas were... To. Yo, my 45, 60, 50 to 60 year old aunties we're break dancing, getting on the floor, doing six <laughs> steps. Everybody was j- and they thought you going to help for thought, that? <laughs> no, 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 no. They thought it was the wine because they don't even drink neither. So they're like, mm. okay, we'll have one glass of wine. Okay, so it's a special occasion. They thought they was drunk, oh and I'm like, gosh. I'm seeing their eyes bloody red, all laughing at each other. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> you're horrible. What? You're I, told a, I told them. What? I he told them all somewhere. The, <laughs> I told them all the next family party, and I was like, and this was pre-legalization. So. Oh my God! Yeah, just make it worse, please. Oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, <laughs> but it was from that point on, their minds changed. Mm. Everything changed from that point on. They're like, oh, I guess. So we now that they bad. smoke weed. No, now they use it as topicals. Like they oh. accept cannabis as like a viable mm. uh, plant. Look Before at you, the stigma changing was lives. So, right, I'm telling you, because they 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 had such a they thought it was only smoking. So once they knew they could eat it, they was like, oh, okay. The whole bad thing is the smoking part. Oh. But if you could eat it and cook it into something, mm. why not? Mm. I mean, that's a vibe. Edibles are always a vibe oh, yes. mm. for me personally. I feel like. That body buzz. Mm. Norm used to have the greatest, and I do mean the greatest, Valentine's Day dinner every year. Um, and it was a weed Let's get married. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd have this uh, weed infused dinner, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't taste the weed. Not mm. once. Oh but my you'd gosh. Be high as 
fucking hell. You'd be so fucking yes. ripped. And um, actually, I got to talk to you about that. Well, um, I'm never going <laughs> to that. But um, my sister wants to try an edible. So I'll send. I'll send them the your same way. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And y'all can try it together. Did she asked no. on her birthday. No, she's been asking, but oh, like okay. she did because my friend has edibles. Like he'll whatever sell them, um, and so she was like, "Can you bring me one?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, like I could do that." And my mom heard, and she was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> she's still going, but she it, wants though. to. We should get her to do try it on camera. On camera. Yeah, we should get you to try it on camera with her too. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. That's a Patreon. You gotta set a good example. You gotta set a good example. Come on, man. What if you I never? What if I just went straight to try shrooms instead of everything else? Mm, nah, I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's a smart job. It's way worse. Weed is actually, actually no, no. weed is called a gateway drug no, for a reason. Weed first. No, I, I think I think I think microdosing actually is is yeah, microdosing is that shit than smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. microdosing. You could, yeah. She wants the mushroom effect though. She talking about that shroom effect. She want that shroom effect. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually want to try it at all. So I was just wondering. You, <laughs> one thing that's really dope is seeing um, uh, people, you know, people who've never smoked before and you've known them for a while and then you see them smoke for the first time and then they become like a just normal smoker. How, how many times would you say you have seen that norm? Have I seen somebody become like a non-smoker to become a regular, yeah. like full fledged? Yeah. I've birthed so many of those. Right. Okay. So I then the you will know influence. this. So, okay. Okay. So, are there? I any, create backwards monsters. Is what I do. <laughs> are there any? Are there any noobs that change something that might have either been a core part of them growing up, or as long as you've known them, or just something that like they're just very used to that they now look at differently or change after becoming a regular weed smoker. 100%. There's, there's this one friend of mine that I never <laughs> thought would ever smoke. He was like one of the last friends I had that didn't smoke weed all the way up to, f I think he's 40 now. He's 40. He just started smoking weed last year. Mm. Okay. And we've been friends since we were born. And, but he does it now because he's a jujitsu fighter. Mm. So like, now there's this thing about like jujitsu fighters love having these smoke and toke classes where they like smoke and then they get all high and then they fucking grapple and do arm bars and shit. They have full leagues where they, they hot box an octagon wow. and then people <laughs> grapple within that Their intern hot goes box with his pointing again. You know what I mean? Because they get creative, so, start thinking yeah. outside the box. But like when I was, when, when he, when he told me that I was so happy for him because he was like, yeah, you know, it helps with my, with my aches and pains, but I also get more creative when I'm in the ring. Yep. Like I, it's opened up a, a like another synapse visual perspective of like, oh, maybe I could do this move here or do this move. It's like in chess, they say like chess masters could think seven moves ahead. Yeah. He said like before smoking weed, he was at three. He feels he's at like five steps now. Yeah. Because we literally like that's literally what it does in your brain is connects paths that usually are not active at all. And so like you start thinking of things in a different perspective or a different light, different way than you've ever thought of it before. 
And that, yeah, I see, I just been seeing that a lot lately, like with especially new weed smokers. Like, for example, my girl, my girl has had bangs as long as I've known her and for as long as most of her friends have known her. And now she just grew up, she just came to me one day and she's like, I think I'm gonna change my hair up. I'm like, all right, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. And it is, I was just like, I wonder if that's the weed. Cause she was not a weed smoker before, right? And now she, you know, be smoking. <laughs> Converted her. Do you her. think the weed and is I really making her want to cut her bangs? I think or it was, no, like, listen, grow her bangs? whenever you see some decisions like that, that are mm-hmm. especially something that's been ingrained in you for a long time, ask Norm. When, when you, especially when someone is just starting out smoking, mm-hmm. usually those decisions are made high in your own mind. You're just like, I could do this. Like, if I feel like it, I could do it. And, it, like, Cat Williams was not lying. There is really something in weed called fuck it. There's, yeah. like, a, there's 100%. 100% something in weed that lets your inhibitions just release. And you just decide, I can do this if I fucking want to. Yeah. It's the reason why I look at some people with certain rules or they say like, oh, I've always been this way. Or I've, mm-hmm. yeah, this is just what I do. Just, everybody knows, like, this is how I am. And I'm just like, you can do whatever you want. You know that, right? Like, just because people know you as this, or you always act like this, or you're a Gemini, doesn't mean you have to act this way. You yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. But I feel weed and alcohol are two ends of the fuck it spectrum. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, weed is like, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like... When your drug is like, fuck it. I'm a fuck I'm going to hold on to this and I'm going to fuck you up. You know? Yeah. But they're both on the same wavelength to an extent. But I just feel weed, you'd, I'd rather weed because it won't get you into as much trouble. Joella said her high school marching band used to get high before performances. Not sure if that made us better, though. <laughs> I used to know this one guy who played yeah. basketball. And um, we went to Quebec for a tournament. And this was like all of us when we were in college. So the night before their game, we were all in the hotel drinking. And like this man drinks, you know what I mean? Like I grew up with him um, in Acorn and stuff and he drinks, okay? And so he was hella drunk and he had a game at like early in the morning, whatever. So I was like, bro, like you sure you wanna do this? And then he went and he smoked like (laughs) before the game and he dropped like 45 points. And I was like, damn. Yeah. How are you weed, operating like I this? Especially that. for it sports, weed, weed will work one of two ways, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he was like, I'm still <laughs> drunk. Like, you know, the floor is moving and shit like that. But shit, I just, this is what I do. And I was like, I forget right, which so. NBA player was saying that he smoked before every it's single like game. Most of them. That's most of them. Yeah, right. Mo- I was going to say Al Harrington. Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes. I think it was definitely Matt Steven Barnes Jackson. that said that. But there's oh, a lot so. of yeah no there's a lot of um, athletes in general that come out and say that they they were high their entire career or some mm. shit, and it's like, it's a shame that these niggas get, had to do stuff to hide that. Yeah, you have to go through the works to try to hide it. Sometimes you know. There's a juice okay. that we found on on TikTok that cleans cleans your system. Your, your system of Kush. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if niggas are just <laughs> drinking those back, but but For yeah sure. Man. Um, I made my mom some dinner. I, I was I just moved. I don't have 
All the money Shit hold up Ballin' move He got the new pigs Been looking for for a while Congratulations Boy just you know He's all the way booed up now So hold on I want to A girlfriend I just want to say something For real quick Marlon You're a trendsetter Thank you do you. a lot of great. If if it wasn't for finally this podcast, someone says it, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be on a podcast. <laughs> I would, Alicia wouldn't be on a podcast if oh. it wasn't for you dating your girl. <laughs> I don't think you would have started this ripple effect. <laughs> what people wanting to boo up? Oh, because, oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Because after right. you booed up, I was like. Armin boot up. Okay, so who's moving? Did hell freeze over? Who's moving so, with their significant other next? Mm, Gravy gang in the chat. Who's the next person what are, to move they, in what, with their significant other? Who are we saying? Other? Who do we think? Is it going to be Norm or is it going to be... I'm going to say it's Norm in or, Montreal. Or Matt. I say it's Norm in Montreal. <laughs> I think it's Norm in Montreal. Yeah, I, I think, think Norm will... I think in a, a, Norm will um, somehow persuade her to move to Toronto. They will get a, a nice place... Um, she ain't coming I'm, back. She hate Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, F this Norm will end up moving to Montreal, and we're gonna be have to do Zoom interviews for the, for the rest, rest of, of life. our lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm keeping my mic. <laughs> no, I'm keeping my home. I'm gonna have my side home at Toronto. I need my home base. Don't kill me. Uh. I will leave that for my sister and my nephew just to have a place for them. Then. True. Gotcha. Oh, you're rich. Okay. All right. Okay, baller. No, Being no, rich no, is nice. No, no. Being rich is nice. Um, what is just having cheap Norm, rent is nice. <laughs> Alicia likes her own place. It might take a while to be joint. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Alicia, Alicia will move uh, Goldie Cox in and tell him he has his own room. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your room. You can stay over here for a bit. He um, literally stays with me half the week. So hey, that's close, hey. right? I mean, yeah. Y'all, y'all moving like lesbians. <laughs> I saw that tweet or something y'all like moving that. Like lesbians, y'all, y'all. I saw a tweet that said, "Like, is this normal behavior for lesbians? Because this, 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 and this happened." I feel like quarantine has forced us to to be more like that, though, and I think it's almost a good thing because you get to see someone in in, in their most relaxed state, yeah, in their most relaxed environment, mm-hmm. and bringing someone on multiple dates to the club, to the part, to the um, dinner or a comedy show, wherever. Mm-hmm. Is like you're still kind of getting a presentation, yeah, whereas sure. when someone's super, super relaxed mm-hmm. and comfortable, um, you get to really see how they act and and what their triggers are, all those different things. Um, yeah, no, but the move and was bad great. habits. Oh yeah, the bad habits for sure. Mm-mm. I feel like. Uh, I don't know. For me, I'm disguising my bad habits really well right now. Um, <laughs> I feel like when you first move in with a woman, it's like you on your P's and Q's, brother. Yeah. I'm, I'm on mm-hmm. all the letters right now. Uh, <laughs> you, but for more importantly, it's like for my girl, I know she does a lot. So it's like mm-hmm. now that we have a place, I'm just like, I, I'm not trying to add on to that type of thing. And you know that when a woman's attitude dictates the household, uh, you gotta you gotta make sure you on your p's and q's, uh, <laughs> unless you want to just be sitting in silence and you know yeah. that awkward silence when y'all ain't talking, <laughs> but you both want to talk real bad. Uh, so it's like, yeah, you just try not to get to that space. That's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm not comfortable enough to get to that space of like, man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
which but I'd I never see, say out loud. I see that you guys are loving, <laughs> you guys are loving the place. Oh man, absolutely loving the place. Um, I, I love how, just how cozy it is. Mm. Uh, the fact that there's concierge and yeah, when I was just leaving my place, mm-hmm. the last two packages I got were stolen. Oh, and wow. so like that can't happen now. And I'm just like, ah, oh, opulence. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know how many great. times I've walked into your old building and been like, I could steal this shit right now. Facts. Facts. And I was like, Listen, I my could steal this shit and I don't even could, live here. In my old building, you could just literally rip the lobby door open. <laughs> my friends never buzzed. You just ripped the door open. Why didn't you tell us that? <laughs> I'd be standing there in the fucking doorway waiting for you. For I didn't think you had a strength in, wow. your, in your arms for that. All the triceps. I don't see enough tricep work. Don't touch me. <laughs> she ain't got enough tricep work. <laughs> I got big mama arms. <laughs> big mama big arms. Mama. You can cook? Don't worry about it. Alicia and Goldie Cotton's got to go to some cooking classes with outside. What you mean up. I cooked before I came here? What'd you cook? Chili. <laughs> <laughs> Chili. thought she was going to say you, cereal, so that's the like, up. So you threw some shit in the, you threw some shit in the slow cooker and let the slow cooker do all the work. No, I don't have a slow cooker. So you have a slow I had to cook it with, like, you know, pot and shit. <laughs> that requires some skill. That requires some skill. What is the pot? Chili can burn very quickly, very easily. So if she got it down pat. Did you throw some cumin in your chili? Some turmeric? No. No turmeric <laughs> needed. I was like, turmeric? No. Some cumin? Anyways, guys. Um, Real quick, uh, J- Jason Barbato asked a question here. Big question is who's gonna fart in front of their partner first? Are you guys farters in front of farting. your partners? It the fuck? definitely T- touch me, Marlon. The big fart, dog. I fart. I fart. I make it a duty to fart as soon as I'm comfy. Easy. Yes. As soon as I'm comfortable, <laughs> and I want you to know that I'm comfortable. I'm a pup. Javon said it. A duty. Yeah. A duty. Not a duty. Not a duty. Um, wife, wifey loves pizza and she knows I'm lactose intolerant. So oh if you love gosh. pizza and you love me, you know what we're time gonna eat is. this together. And you, you just have know to what's coming along with this. I haven't okay. caught my so, girl taking a shit and ever? it's been a year. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she's doing this. The bitch is a ninja. I, can't, <laughs> what? I just can't. I don't know. So she doesn't, she doesn't come into the bathroom to take a shit when you're showering or nothing like that? She don't shit, bro. I live yo, with her. You need to, yo. You need she to don't spike it. Yo, I'm like, spike her, you smooth, spike her smoothie she with some like, you so, do do at four a.m. Like how? Maybe. How are you getting away with maybe. this? Maybe. I think. We, I think she just takes a shit when I'm at work. She be taking shits at, while I'm at work, and then she be constipated at night when I'm home. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell her secrets, but um, what's I'm gonna crazy? Start eating ass soon. Y'all gonna find out. <laughs> You gotta loosen her up. Get one of get one of uh, Sam's butt plugs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before and you maybe do that. that'll help. She don't even need the plug. <laughs> she already plugged up. <laughs> she plugged up already. Um, we were just talking about farting last night. <laughs> <laughs> the conversations you have in a relationship are fucking bar none. Absolutely. It's necessary. What would you do right? if I farted? Like no. Okay, so I like. He has he has told me he was like I will literally like get up and walk to your other bathroom because I have a bathroom in my bedroom mm. 
And then I have another one near the front door. Okay. And he's like, I will literally get up out of bed and like walk mm. to the front door. So I would like to that bathroom and like go fart over there or whatever. And so last night, well, so well first of all, Wait, this is what you would do. No, that's what he would do. Oh. Not me. <laughs> this is what he would Boy, do. Are you crazy? So when we went to Muskoka, mm. that's considerate though. When we got there, he like let out a fart. I was like, "You took me to Muskoka to fart in front of me," and he was like, "I'm so sorry. It just like it's slipped the out." The great and I was, outdoors, Alicia. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And he was like, he was like, I was holding it the whole car ride. Oh <laughs> my god! Wow! Release your boyfriends from from from, from the Yo. shackles of not taking pumps. <laughs> it's oh. like the farts like get out <laughs> and. Let my people go. <laughs> and Let then he told me, go. he was like his family, he actually told his brother when he was talking to him yesterday that he hasn't farted around me because he was just like, if like I seen him at his house with mm. like his family and stuff like that, he was like, I just be letting them go all the time. And like, they just know. And then he's like, I really tried to be like super conservative with it and i was like i've heard you like fart in your sleep like you know what i mean but yeah because that's what like, niggas is yeah. holding it in and he was like i'm sorry like i just be holding my it my girl in. told me i used to <laughs> fart in my sleep all the time i was like yeah because you keep me hostage <laughs> <laughs> let me release yeah. this gas but like, i've always early no i was gonna say early in my like when i'm talking to somebody i'm too embarrassed to fart in front of them i used to do this thing where i would like i would put my hands in my back pockets oh no and like I would oh literally my spread my God. butt cheeks so no squeak oh, would come out. There'd be no squeak. My God. It was like airy pump. It was you a straight separating cheeks. That's how it doesn't make the sound? <laughs> yeah, because the sound is your butt cheeks going. <laughs> is your butt really? cheeks clapping? You didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go like this. Yo, Alicia, when you fart, that's your cheeks going. Very fast. Very fast. But you got to get them loose cheeks. Like when yeah. you get when you get your ass done, your farts so just we, sound like a phone dropped. <laughs> oh man, no! My my girl was saying her mom, my, my, my girl was saying her mom's farts sound so loose. I was like, cause her, but I was like her her arm or her butt cheeks were probably like flabby, like her underarm. You know what I'm saying? Oh exactly. my god, that shit be so clapping. So that's like a different type of sound, sound wet. you know? <laughs> it's like wet. it's like going through your finger, like it, it comes through your ass cheeks like this. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga oh just demonstrated the, the fucking brush at the the, the car wash. My <laughs> that was a car wash brush. <laughs> How do we get to fart and shit every time for Norm? He Norm, just he relics thing. in this topic. No, nah, but it was it no, was it was, it was brought, Javon. It was brought up. Javon brought it up. I was yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it was Javon. Javon gave you the alley nigga. Nah, no, 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 Norm loves this stuff. Like this is it wasn't really Javon. His topic. It, was, it was somebody else. It was Jason. It was Jason. Oh, okay, Jason. <laughs> Javon's um, like what? <laughs> it wasn't me. I wasn't talking shit. Don't kill me. Um, I've. Like, growing up, my whole life, I've been somebody who's just, like, hasn't, like, farted in public. At least, like, not on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, even around my family and stuff like that. My sister, well, my sister's the worst, okay? My sister, like, she's such the opposite of me. She'll just sit there and she'll just let out the biggest fart, the biggest burp. And I'll be like, Brianna! And she was like, what? It's natural. See? She's been like that since you she need came smoke out, her, <laughs> out my mom. Does she smoke? No. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, like my mom's like that. My grandma's like that. Like, 
my uncles, like all of them, like my whole family is like that, my white side. My, and I'm just like my 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 old best friend is Scarborough. Like His <laughs> uncle used to live with him. <laughs> and this nigga, you guys just unlocked the memory. This nigga used to be able to fart on command. Ooh. He'd stand up. And I kid like, you not. Stand up like this. And he'd just go like this. Don't do it this way, do it that way. And he'd <laughs> just load it up. <laughs> No. Load it up. Uh, no. <laughs> and just let it out. That nigga had a shotgun sawed off. I think my uncle Bob, he could do that too. <laughs> he would just be farting just to fart. His and burping like and I'm like, sir, like you are real hillbilly. Listen. That's one of those things, that's one of those society rules that I don't adhere to. I'm gonna fart where I wanna fart, burp when I wanna burp. This is part of my life. This is, I'm a human being. There are gases inside me. And it's really. That's what my sister says. You sound like my sister. That's every so human being in the world. Just she let like, it out. <laughs> what are all these rules that are not yeah, no rules? Need to be, don't be so prude, man. Yeah. There's no prudeness in nature. It's not that. It's just like, I just know, like, I don't know. I'd rather just go to the bathroom and do it. I really feel you know? like it makes people around me more comfortable. And mm. that they can be themselves and do their thing. And be free of judgment. Because I'm not fucking judging. You want to <laughs> fart? I'll probably be like, hey. Especially if you're someone that doesn't fart around certain people. I'll, just be, mm. I'll probably be like, yo, I read it. Okay. Yeah. Like, if I heard my girl fart, oh, my God. I'm throwing a party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing a party. I'm getting you her. tweet a, about it? I'm getting her a push <laughs> present. <laughs> you push that Not fart out so present. good, baby. I'm going to get you some J's. That's, that was beautiful. She'll love that. It's true though. Girl, it is if you're a, listening, if you're listening, take a shit. Yeah, do it so you can get them kids. I will get you some ones if you take a doo doo that I can <laughs> that I can verify is doo doo. Gina said that's the limit <laughs> test for when I'm in a relationship. Right. That's and then Joella test? said, growing up, I the could always test? tell when my mom would fart in public because she'd grab my arm and drag me away. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother used to be like, "Oh, are those ducks behind me? Like, I hear some <laughs> ducks." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is my thing, though. In public, when we're in a, if I'm in a group so atmosphere like this. Oh, don't make me be on the plane. Nigga, mm-hmm. you will never know it was me. <laughs> I'd be farting on planes like no tomorrow. I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> There's too many people on here. How you going to know it was me? Oh How you know I'm gosh. the source? If there's somebody <laughs> sitting beside you. No, this so? is the way to do oh it. The way, the way you fart in public and get away with it is you fart and look immediately at the person next to you and be like ew oh. see but then but then and in then the you 90s make the face like oh in the late 90s we we dealt with those people though you smelt it you dealt, dealt it, it. Yeah. you feel me but you rhymed it you timed it oh, you but, denied it you supplied it what? come on son whoever smelt it dealt it but but you got to say something and that's what makes you show that you dealt it but if you just make the face like Okay, and then you want people follow suit and start making the face with you, and then that's when you know that flatulent face. Mm. It's a flatulent mm. face. Hey, hey, it's the flatulent face. Hey, hey, it's the flat. We can make a house song. Hey, hey, it's the flatulent face. Hey, hey, it's the flatulent face. Um, let's get into the topics that Patreon gang. Got to produce this week. Patreon gang is our producers for this week's episode. Um, we, we fired off a list of the topics, and they decided on which ones we were going to go to. So, topic number one. If you don't like one. them, blame Patreon. Ba- blame the Patreon. It has nothing it's to do with Patreon's us. It's the Patreon's fault. Off the rip, um, Drake is 
Billboard Music's Artist of the Decade. Can we just round of applause? Is he our? Can we make it? Yeah, let's make him our good youth of the decade. Such a good youth of the decade. You made it for ten years. You bring big hits. You did it. You put turn around the bottom of me. You put a skirt on the whip and a crown on the six. There's no need to fluff up the numbers. Drizzy Drake. Um, artist that. of the decade. It's it's funny that Beyonce is not artist of the decade, but when he talk about Billboard, he produces way more music. So naturally, it's like a numbers game. I don't think Billboard is necessarily. Uh, it's not a talent game. It's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Have you dominated yep, the charts sure. in the last decade? You're yep. the winner. It's mm. so there's no room for, and I like that about this award is like there's no room for discrepancies. Which is kind of why I never watch this award. So it's, it kind of it works against itself. I don't watch the award because I can Google who won the award mm-hmm. before the awards come out. <laughs> who has the most hits in this genre? All right, you're the winner for this year. And so this didn't come as any surprise for me. Um, the past 10 years, he's absolutely dominated. I would say probably from year two or three, whatever Take Care came out, from then, Drake has been the number one artist yeah. uh, in Billboard history. That's and it, he's beat the Beatles. He's beaten Michael Jackson. He's beaten Elvis Presley. There's really nothing you can really say. Right now, he's just literally running up the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, from this point on, whatever he does show. is, it's just him setting that gap mm-hmm. in between him and number two. It's like Michael Jordan. Just like running shit up. Just running shit up. Whenever you see those top 10 leaderboards, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's number is always like fucking stupid yeah. compared yeah. to whoever's in second. The second place. <laughs> 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 Michael Jordan will be like 102 and the next person will be like 43. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. And so I see that's what he's trying to do. Um, the Good Billboard for him. game, the Billboard Awards for me, if anything, is more proof of why talent is not dictated with numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people that are nominated for some of these awards, I would never put in the top talented of anything. Um, Drake is not one of them. This guy, is, his hooks, um, his ability to switch genres and, and still really stay relevant. on him. That's crazy to me. <clears throat> I, I, it's not crazy to me. When you number one, everybody want the crown, everybody going to gun for it, everybody going to make an excuse, especially yeah, when you're light skinned. A lot of people hated Jordan. Listen, especially when you're light skinned from Toronto, Mm-hmm. You like he already had enough going against him. You light skin in hip hop. <laughs> you make you make lover man love him on music. You sing to these girls. You croon over tracks, um, and you're still the most respected guy in rap. Mm-hmm. That is a feat. Like, and he creates whatever he wants to create. You know. Like, everybody's uh, like, oh, I just want you to stick to one thing. And he'll be like, oh, here's some drill. Here's some, yeah. like, uh, Afrobeat shit. Like, yeah. some Jamaican shit. Here's some pop shit. Here's some, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I generally now do we'll think. Now give you some bars. I feel like <laughs> it, he does have a, a game plan that works just, like, tremendously. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it. I noticed it more and more after the last rollout before this one. So, for example, working, he, he always picks, like, one Instagram influencer mm-hmm. for each album. 
It's like, there's this one influencer I'm going to work with that y'all fuck with that you're going to love on that's either in a video, on a song, wherever. So like For Y'all, for example, was one album. On, they, they were involved in like a, like a transition or interlude or it might have been the start of a song, something like that. He took a portion of a video. Um, Shiggy. Mm-hmm. We, we know what he did with Shiggy, right? Mm-hmm. Drewski is the new Drewski? hot guy. Yeah, He's in Laugh Now, Cry Later. And even just like Daniel Kaluuya and Damson Idris, all these guys that are making the biggest waves in Hollywood right now, Drake has made sure. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. He found himself in the He's room. He's associated with them. And associated with them. Mm-hmm. And or he invites them to the room. Because let's be real. Listen, even Pressa, who's <laughs> all of a sudden killing it on TikTok... Who has a t- bunch of Toronto rappers now all of a sudden doing TikTok. Um, even Pressa. D- Drake makes sure, you know, align himself. Coyle Ray and Pressa yeah. have one of the biggest radio songs out right now. And Pressa's just, he's just having a hell of a two weeks. Like, past two or three weeks for him have been just crazy. Yeah. Um, so, and just to see him back align with, it's like Drake's reminding you, remember who brought him out here, eh? Mm. <laughs> you remember what but, I, I mean, did? Yeah, <laughs> you guys remember I was the one that brought him out here. So it's I like, mean, let's not forget that's how Drake was ushered in through yeah. Weezy. Like, yeah. So he's just pretty much continuing that same formula because, yeah. like, he yeah, is, he does it with Smiley anything, He is Mr. Cosine, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's, I think he, it's it's safe to say he's worked himself into the Jay Z position of this generation. When you're talking about little kids, good for him. I think little kids don't look at Jay Z mm-hmm. as the guy. I think Drake is the guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And <clears throat> even just like you talk to 19-year-olds, like it's hard to to wrap your head around it, but 19-year-olds started listening to Drake when they were 9. Yeah, they were kids. Like that's what you got to that's how you got to mold and, and and take this in like Like was, Joella said the like white kids were using YOLO. Yeah, he's a part of the soundtrack of people's Formative years, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. years you become a human being, the years you become, you decide your values, morals, all these different things. Drake was the background sound of all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you hear a lot of people talk about, oh, Big Daddy Kane and Rakim was like the best in their time. Then they'll talk about Jay-Z and Nas in our time. And then moving forward, they're going to say Drake is that guy for for like, I almost feel not the past decade, but even beyond that, because I feel like it's this decade and he's going to continue. Might yeah. just be like Jay Z, if anything. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's I, not going to slow down. Definitely not. I feel mm-hmm. like he. it's so much easier to make different moves um, when you can see who came before you and what moves they made. But I almost feel like Jay-Z still evolving at such a pace that it's like, yo, <laughs> like, what can I do that's actually different? This guy's covering all types of ground. You know what I mean? And I know that Drake is also finding uh, success outside of music. Mm-hmm. Euphoria, Top Boy, huge. From you know what like I mean? the producer standpoint, he hasn't even gotten back into acting, y'all. Do you know what, what I mean? Like Drake is actually an actor, and so like once he gets to that point so where good. he's like cool on his music and starts acting, like that's a whole nother thing. Like he hasn't yeah. even done that. He's just been executive producing shit. And what and I, even when he plays around with his acting roles, like with, with the commercials, commercials and does, stuff like that, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's like so th- good. this is the thing. It's like. It, I feel like he knows that he's still got uh, a trick in his sleeve, even though he's, he reveals it to us from time to time. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Drake in a dramatic role in a long time. And I feel like one day, without announcement, we're just going to get... We're just going to get the trailer. Get with a trailer where Drake is a lead actor in mm-hmm. something dramatic that's left field for him. And... There's a comfortability I see with him with, in acting that I don't see with rap. Like, the, if you notice in some, t- some of his videos sometimes, Drake blinks a lot. You blink in a lot, right? And it's an uncomfortability thing. Anybody who does body language will tell you that it's a, it's a, they're a uncomfortable. Huh? Any, any kind I of look a lot. No, but you don't well, blink a lot in uncomfortable situations. Like, sitting right now, like, you're on camera. You're not blinking a lot. I feel like I do. Nah, but, nah. Drake, Maybe Drake has to do rap, my contact. Drake will rap at the camera, and you guys take this in if you think I'm lying. Go watch like uh, the work video, especially the the part where he's with uh, Rihanna. At That's the end. why he's blinking because yeah. he's nervous. Yeah, okay. Go watch the, uh, the what was that drill life. song that he did with Hetty One, with Hetty One. I can't remember what's it called. Name was. There's a song he did with Hetty One just not too long ago. Even in that video, I noticed a lot of blinking, like. He'll rap and he's blinking a lot. And it's just like, it's an uncomfortability there for him still, which is very, it's odd for a guy that's as big as he is. You know what I mean? But when it comes to acting now, it's like, it's like home for him. Like the Cat Williams impression, fucking nuts. I'm still, I'm still hung up on that. The Jeopardy skit went super viral immediately. You got the Blake Griffin, um, uh, the Blake Griffin versus Drake skit that they did that was fucking incredible. Uh, even the the little parts he does in music videos where he's acting is this is a comfortability that I don't see in rap with him that I see I in the pe- acting. Because people could make fun of his rhymes. I feel like when you make fun of a character you're playing, it's easier to you know take that hit because they're not yeah. making fun of you they're making fun of yeah. the performance of that character you're True. being well even gina just said it even when he had hosted the espies he fucking bodied that mm-hmm. not a shit. hint of nervousness absolutely bodied it sent jokes just like any other late night show host or whatever the case may be and he killed it did skits all that stuff so it's like I- i'm very interested to see that transition of getting into acting um, I'm really surprised he hasn't done it yet. 
Um, considering like other younger actors who are dabbling in both already, ASAP mm-hmm. Rocky was in Dope. Mm-hmm. He's in another movie that's coming out. Pop Smoke before he died was already in a movie. Yeah, Boogie. Oh man! But what the like the thing is is that these people have done both, but have they ever done anything that's to Drake's level? Like of Drake Degrassi? Puts, no, no, no. Oh, you like, mean the I'm, music? I'm in general, like the way Drake puts out music, mm-hmm. he puts out a lot of music. He puts out good quality music regularly, right? Okay. And it's like ASAP Rocky is cool. Like he'll put out good music sometimes, but not to like Drake's level. You know what I mean? So they have more free time, I feel like. Like Drake is really a whole superstar when ASAP Rocky is like a celeb. So do you think that, do you feel like, um, they're saturating their 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 themselves or diluting their talent by dabbling in multiple things. No, at once. I think like get your bag if you know because there's some artists that know that they're not superstar level. Mm-hmm. You know you're not top tier. You're no like yeah. I know I'm not Angie Martinez. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, but I ain't Angie Better. Martinez. Thank you. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Gas me up now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it's just like get your bag when you can because you never know how long you're gonna really stay relevant. But yeah. like Drake knows he's gonna be relevant. He knows he puts in like all of this, this great music. So it's like okay, I could focus on acting, which is gonna take up so much of my time. You know what I mean? Because when these people are on these projects, sometimes like they're on like they're out for how many months or whatever, like yep. a year, depending on what it is. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. And commitment levels, too. Some people can't do certain things. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. So, I just feel like it's not his time right now. Like, he's really trying to put out the best music he can put out and keep growing in that lane. And I think that he will circle back again once he feels like he's tapped out of, like, he'll still put out music, but it might not be as great as what we've gotten. It might not be as frequent. But then that's when he'll circle back and start getting into the acting game again. It's funny you say that because J. Cole, mm-hmm. who just gave us uh, the first single off his new album, uh, The Off Season, dropping this Friday. Yes. Fucking. <laughs> the fact that we are about Boom. to get Cole season oh. and Drake season at the same time, super excited. Well, if Drake ever releases. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing as well. Like, So J. Cole dropped a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12-minute documentary the other day. And this is the most J. Cole's ever spoken, I think, outside of music. Like, I, you don't... <laughs> yeah, he doesn't... Um... He did, like, that one interview with Angie Martinez. And mm-hmm. other than that, I don't... You don't hear Cole speak. No, no. Mm-hmm. And all 12 minutes of this, unlike his last documentary with the Dreamers... Um, and that camp that they did with all the different artists. Yeah. Um, even still, he was barely in that. Like, he was in there for like two minutes, if that. This one is all him. It's just completely him, 12 minutes and a half of him talking about the music. And he discusses something about what you're saying, where mm-hmm. it's like, he kind of still has something to prove mm-hmm. in this arena, which where he didn't, at one point, he probably might have thought he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he sat down and was like, have I accomplished and done everything that, like, I've set out to do? Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I leave now, like, is, is shit Are you going to be satisfied? Am I satisfied? And he's like, nah. Yeah. I can't go, I can't go out like that. Mm-hmm. Right? And for Jake Cole to say I can't go out like that, given the body of work 
he's given us mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. first of all nuts right <laughs> but i also do understand it in a generation where we have revisionist history mm-hmm. give it a year two years and niggas switch up a whole story mm-hmm. a whole career of someone based off recency bias somebody else coming in and doing or filling that spot right and we're in a generation now where i don't know if there's a point where these guys become satisfied enough to leave the game yeah like you're seeing jay-z struggle with it right now of like well, just putting out a body of work and just being like I can retire, but, but Jay Z th- re- retired like how long ago? But I think when and he Jay- came back, like I, what the fuck? When Jay Z, <laughs> like he did that purposely though. That yeah, yeah real for retired. sure. I don't that even was think a he Jordan did. Retired. It was. It was like yeah, I retire, but I'm back. <laughs> I don't know if he did it purposely, but I think he did realize at one point how many of rock, pop, country, and all these other genres where people are just allowed to age. Mm-hmm. And age gracefully and as legends and still perform, still tour for sure. at 60, 70 years old. So Steven, why isn't that Steven available Taylor, for rap? He'd be old as fuck. Mick Jagger, all he these guys. He he, be- all those guys. And so I think what Jay-Z is doing is on purpose. Like a lot of the things he does. Premeditated, planned to be visible and for others to learn and see that this is a possible thing. I, for for Jay Z, if I see him rapping at seventy, I'll still be excited. Oh, I, I would too. Yeah, I mean, I get so, look at Pete and Bass, man. Come on, but <laughs> right there. But even even past the fact that he's Jay Z, just the fact that he's a rapper that I respect, that is in an age bracket that, first of all, rappers usually don't get to. But coming but, from where they come from. But what we have to take consideration is that he's still one of he's not the first batch of rappers, but he's still up there. So he's still like He's in the first batch. He was okay, he so came out with Big Daddy 80s, Kane. The eighties are the first batch. He, he was on tour with Big Daddy Kane. But his first album, I'm talking from the first time he dropped his album. Which was Why you had to go to the album, though? The first time he rapped and okay, did well, stuff in the rap hip-hop world was with Big Daddy Kane. Regardless, Jay-Z is a pioneer. So mm-hmm. we haven't necessarily, like, no, there's a lot that haven't made it yeah. for whatever reason. But, like, we really haven't, we don't have a rapper that is really We don't have old. a reference point. Yeah. Which is what I'm saying. I think Jay-Z well, wants to Dougie be Fresh? that reference kind of point. Old. Dougie Fresh is old, but he's not on the mainstream level. He's black Hollywood. Yeah. Like, yeah. we know him. Dougie Fresh on a whole, on a mainstream oh, level. Oh, he's only 54, though. I thought he was older. Black, listen. The, Look, DJ Cool Hip-hop is, is so young 63. still. 63. DJ like, Cool Herc is 63? No, but, but DJ Cool Herc is 63. That, there it is right there. That is, like, proof of it. The pioneer and the inventor of hip-hop. Is not even seventy years old yet. Oh, sixty-six. Sorry. So a lot of the but, things but, we haven't we, we haven't witnessed yet is mm-hmm. just because of how new the genre is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's no. I'm looking at all these. Like Big Daddy came fifty-two. Yeah. Like. Ice T. Cool Ice Mode It's like it's like looking back at some racist. Slick Rick fifty-six. Like. It's like looking back at some racist policies mm-hmm. and rem- noticing that slaves are still alive. People who were slaves are still alive. Slavery didn't end until like the 40s, my mm-hmm. nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, just because it wasn't mainstream anymore, it was still going on. We're still in an era where slaves yeah. are alive and witnessed. Imagine a, someone who came from slavery 
seeing a black man dating a white woman mm -hmm. or a white man dating a black woman that's mm -hmm. fucking crazy to them yeah mm -hmm. yeah but for us that's just normal life normal, mm -hmm. normal life now imagine seeing jay-z <laughs> becoming like one of the oldest rappers one of the like oldest, oldest active well, and very like most popular rappers we ever have yeah and when you think about musical genres like they they projected hip hop to be like jazz, where it would just fade. Yep. Um, I mean, even though jazz is still here, but it's only for a small, specific. It's a niche. I thought it was a trend. It was a fad. I, I thought it, it was a trend. So it's a niche community. I feel like as time goes by and they it, they continue continue to prove that his uh, hip hop is here to stay, I think it's in the staples like the Jay Zs, the Nas's, the Slick Ricks, all the guys that are still bubbling. Um, but like you said, like. I think it takes a generation of artists within a genre to die mm. before people start to acknowledge it. Like, like rock and roll. Like, how many people died within rock and roll, lived and had a full career within the rock and roll genre? Like Elvis Presley. But also okay. a full. Well, Elvis lived. Didn't Super Elvis live? No, but full he was kind of young though. Life. He that nigga that died old. on the toilet, old and fat. <laughs> he is he died in his fourth. I think in his fifties, or maybe in his forties, actually. Elvis death. Let Let's see. see here. Yeah, but 30, when, 35 to 73. Or 35 to 77, to sorry. 1977? Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's around his 40s. He's in his 40s. Yeah. So that's not that old, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, I'm like, like, like I had mentioned, Stephen yeah. Taylor from Aerosmith. He's still, he had a residency in 2019 in Vegas. Yeah. And he's 73. Dolly you know Parton's I mean? still out here with her fake titties doing her thing. For sure. But like, yeah. I seen Tina Turner when she was 70 years old. You know? Tina Turner's still out here rolling, rolling. And she was dancing think, like she was still Beyonce. Like, you yep. know what I mean? State of mind, man. State <laughs> of mind. Like, I, we talked about this, I think, last week or the week before. Like, I still feel 25. Mm. Like, I don't feel old as shit Oh, at my all. gosh. I called my bank. <laughs> um the other day and she i asked about like this account that i'm getting offered for you know those ones they'll be like oh you can get this savings account and you'll get you've X, been pre-approved yeah no no not <laughs> a credit card but yeah like a savings thing so i just wanted to ask some questions and she was just like well i assume you're young i can tell by your voice and da, da, da. i was just like girl i'm 31 she was like what <laughs> she was like i thought you were so young and i was like shit People don't always believe that I'm 31 to either. It's not even when necessarily your it. voice, like, tone. Mm -hmm. It's the energy in your voice. Sometimes people will assume certain things. Like, mm -hmm. if you, especially if you have a bubbly personality, they're like, oh, they haven't been jaded by life yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been jaded, okay? I just choose not to stay down, baby. Exactly, baby. <laughs> um, but yes, no, shout out to Jay-Z. Shout out to Drake. And no shout outs, shout outs for Nas. All right. Wow. Um, Somebody said that you have a Nas approved mic. Yeah, I saw it up there. I don't know who it was, but they were like, that, that was me. I said this is a Nas. Oh, you mic. said it about yourself. Very on brand. Uh, yeah, yeah, very on brand. Um, all they need is one mic. Throw it all away. <laughs> Do you guys know the kombucha girl? Kombucha girl, the girl no, who like tried, kombucha. tried kombucha and she was like, no yeah yeah remember she made those faces like mm -hmm. really quick within three seconds of like mm. if she, when she was trying no. it yeah yeah i'll try it again 
And it's that white girl. And it was like a super viral face for like, people use that video for so many things. I'll show you a picture of her, this girl. I have no clue. Kombucha girl, go Google it. Okay. Google it, K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A girl. Hey Marlon, listen. My iPhone can spell it for me, okay? Don't you, don't you have to take it? I drink kombucha, okay? Fuck your iPhone. <laughs> Fuck your taste I don't need palette. your spell check. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck My your iPhone taste will buds. tell me how to oh, correct me if I spell it wrong. She does not look the same. As this, right? Yeah, she had like an Adele transformation. <laughs> how am I supposed to know that this was her? They're not the same. It's literally the same girl. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> she just has her hair done. Um, no, but she that, like, yeah, looks that's like Adele she lost pre weight, weight loss. Too. Yeah, she probably did. Yeah, she probably got did. like probably some work done. More yeah, kombucha. she got work done. More kombucha. You know, um, got her but yeah, done. she uh, she's been on uh, Instagram live, money. and she said uh, she says just some things like period, <laughs> child, child. Where is she from? I don't know. Uh, I think she's from, from the America. south. I think she's no, she's not from the south at all. Because hmm. I was gonna say that. Um, well, no, she is. She's from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. So. Oh, she could. I don't think she's from Texas. I'm looking at her Wikipedia. Uh, they lied. Okay. Wikipedia's user submission. I don't listen to anything Wikipedia be saying. Brittany Broski, that's the name? Broski's the last name? That's live. <laughs> but regardless, um, she was saying period, sis, snatch, and she, all that is very much like internet culture, like Stan Twitter. Stan culture mm. has its own language. So She wasn't giving it credit to... African American vin, what's it called? Vernacular. Vernacular. I don't know what the E stands for. Vernacular. Experience. <laughs> <laughs> the African American vernacular experience. Um, and I could, I actually have some um, English. qualms with that. <laughs> Why the fuck did Is we get that? Uh, yes. Uh, I shouldn't know that. Uh, I actually have some uh, some qualms with that being called African American. Because African-Americans are not the only ones. Like, is A-A-V not A-A-V-E? Is that not... What is our slang called? Ebonics? That's what? Ebonics? Definitely not Ebonics. That's not real thing. No, so Ebonics was supposedly, like, the original one. Yeah, but that was the original slang. That was just a term made up by the That was a term used... Yeah. No, that's a term used by white peoples to describe... Yeah, it's like saying urban. vernacular. Yeah. Well, okay, so I It's like lyrical hieroglyphics for the white people. I will say that, like, a lot of these slangs that we do get, they come from African-Americans. They come from America. It's not like we're using, like, our references here in Toronto. They come from Jamaica. Or they might come from... Which comes from Jamaica. But all those other ones come from somewhere as well that then come onto the internet. I don't think the internet invents those. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you said you had a problem with the African American, but I'm saying, like, a lot of these words, like period and all that Mm -hmm. shit that they use, came from African American. The very Afro Yeah, those ones for sure, definitely. Those are specifically. But I feel like the internet uses. I feel the way the internet uses, I guess, black slang and black culture is the same way I feel gay people, white gay people use like that, that sister tone, you know what I'm saying? That kind uh, so of like, a lot of people will say like the trans community and like the gay community is the ones who created these words in the first place. Yes, majority of the words, majority of any words or jokes that we mm. say mm-hmm. came from the gay community first, like 
it's the it's the this for me it's the that for me mm-hmm. or any cis period all that shit the tea spice it all comes from the gay community mm-hmm. um but i she received a bunch of backlash from for this uh for saying that it was internet culture mm-hmm. but i don't think she's wrong i think we black people are the internet internet culture we like, are the I, internet, I, period. But her, by her saying that, I don't think she's wrong because that's how she learned it. You see what I'm saying? It's not like she heard a black woman say, period, sis, her child, beside her in person, and then mm. she decided to be like, oh, that's part of my vocabulary now. I like the way that sounds. No, she I think it's, seen... she saw it online, mm-hmm. and she's seen enough people use it, and it's become a part of her vernacular. The, I seen a white boy... Say, um, I'll give you these hands right now. You can get these paws right now mm-hmm. to another white boy. And I knew he wasn't trying to be black at that moment. I just know that that is internet culture. It is, mm. but yeah. And unfortunately, black people, we like to share our culture without any barriers or boundaries mm-hmm. and then get mad later on. It's like sharing your idea for a company online and then somebody else does the idea in real life and trademarks it and now you're mad. No, you shouldn't have put it online if you wanted to gatekeep it. And so Mm. I feel like we're black people. You you can't recognize you're the dopest and not expect people to (laughs) want to be like you. I understand it. Do I like it? No. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't like it, but I understand it. You know what I mean? Just like the word nigga. <laughs> White people be saying nigga. They'll say, oh, it's in the song. About... I understand it. Do I like it? No. no. <laughs> no. Yeah. And do I understand that nigga is actually a fire word? Bro, you can put this shit on everything. It's like sriracha. <laughs> I was going to say. Frank's red hot. No, Frank's red hot. You can put it on anything. <laughs> nigga is just, it's like the word fuck. It just has a certain... Oh, a little je ne sais quoi, a little razzle dazzle mm. that other words just don't have. So I get why you can't, like, why not being able to say it, especially in the magical ways that black people have found to make nigga transferable. Like, you can say nigga when you're frustrated, you can say nigga when you're excited, you can say nigga when you're confused. It's all just how you say it. Nigga? Nigga. Nigga. Like, it's all different shit. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't white people? What do white people have that can be the what same way? What's cracker? the same equivalent? Cracker. No. Cracker. No, I, I always used to say that to myself. I'm like, Cut. I've been Cut. called chink my whole life. You know what I'm saying? As, as a, I've been called chink my whole life, but I could never use that to sound cool. I can't go, what's up, my chink? It, it, doesn't, it don't work. <laughs> what's up, It doesn't have the same, right? Yeah. It doesn't have, it doesn't have the same luster. That, does it have the same punch? The N-word does. It's because we make it great. We make people it great. People literally, like, I love the tweets that are like, how do I get a part of black Twitter? <laughs> How can I find Black Twitter? How can I get into it? Where is this place? Does anybody have an IP address for Black Twitter? <laughs> yeah, it's I, like Narnia for sure. Standing I right in front of Black in. Twitter too. While you're in Black Twitter. Like Dora. <laughs> Do, you Do you think see Black, black people Twitter? <laughs> Point at it. <laughs> what were you going to say, Norm? Do you think black people would be more open to sharing the culture if the culture was was less appropriated and, and a bit more accepted from jump than 
than like them accepting it once they found a way to accept it. I think all black people as a whole would have to be equal. I don't even yeah. think it could be like, for example, if Jamaica all of a sudden was just the shit. Like people started treating Jamaica with more respect, pumped money into Jamaica, all types of things, and just made up for all the bullshit, yeah. right? Yeah. I think we'd still be like, yeah, no, you still can't talk patois. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And it would be, Do you and see it would what be they're like doing the over there in Nigeria, uh, Ethiopia? No. I can't. I just can't let you do it. But what happens if like black culture becomes like this? It becomes this huge thing, like the main culture now in the world. It is the same way. White culture, (laughs) to an extent, black culture is the main culture. Is no, but but white people run the shit, right? But black culture is still the main culture. But but let's say black people run the shit now, and white people are now, you know, let's flip it over. Now, will that make white culture cool now because it's it's the anti culture? I'm so sorry. You know? No, absolutely, no. absolutely but that's not. not. You know, absolutely not. Right? Yeah, no. But because what is that? But but however, <laughs> now as the predominant culture, let's say black is the predominant culture, and everybody's speaking black English and not mm-hmm. trying to be all proper white English. Like when yeah. you call the, the the telephone lines, the automated is gonna be like, "I will up? leave me a message." <laughs> like Listen, it goes be. it goes from if if we are the dominating culture in terms of we are uh we got reparations we are financially um in a place where we are in the same playing field as everyone else and there's no discrimination against us for jobs housing schooling all these other things i think at that point the shit that people indulge in black culture goes from offended to oh that's cute because at this now it's like uh, i get why you're trying to do it because you know we are on top and you see who's here but still can't still can't pull it off right <laughs> like there's there's girls i've seen a girl say um i mean oh, you white can people have all the anybody trying to be you white. can all have all the ingredients but the food just won't taste the same, taste the same. and that's just it what won't it have is the seasoning it just that's just what it is you can have all the ingredients in the world mm-hmm. if you don't know the portion sizes <laughs> hey no i i, well, I totally don't agree with you because white arm. people would do the same <laughs> white, white people do the same with with you know if white people the were running they down, culture, they look, they, look, they look down on us and they're like, yeah, you can try all this white stuff that we do, but you'll never do it like us. See, and the we di- have the true supremacy. Yeah. You and the, I mean? the difference is like with uh, white people stuff that we do like, I don't think black people would say it's trash and then like it and do it in secret and then represent it to the world as if we did it. That's that's never happened with white people stuff. Like if any if anything, we'd probably be like, okay, white people. Like you see it when uh, a white person's just in a dancing circle. Yeah, yeah. they do something impressive. You're like, go white boy, go hey. white boy, go hey. white boy. Fuck it up. You're not you're not taking white boys dancing, going, oh, I'm gonna do it over here in this mm. other circle and get my own laughs and get mm. my own daps. Are you dumb? Like, mm-hmm. no, that's never happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Uh, yeah, it should we just be don't get credit. If we got credit more, then I think it would be a lot better. But I also do think, and follow me on this: if white people are the culture that's marginalized, as opposed to black people, I do see the magic reversing. 
Because I don't think black people are magic. I think the position black people in have, has created the magic. So us being marginalized, give it what you will. I know it's horrible. It's trash. I get it. But guess what? We wouldn't be this cool if we weren't this low. It's just mm -hmm. that simple. When you're at the lowest point, you have to become resourceful, creative. You have to become just better than and strive to be better than everyone else and try 10 times harder to just stand out a little bit. And so yeah. if you are now in that position, whatever culture is in that position, they will now have the magic mm. because you have to produce. I, I feel like black culture would almost dwindle down a little bit mm. because we don't have that that oppression, that resistance to try and make something out of nothing. I think making something out of nothing was where that magic comes from. And unfortunately, we're in that position where we have to do that. And that's why we are the way we are. But if white people were in our position, there would be white magic. <laughs> there would be white girl magic. I was going to say, do you think the first steps to, oh to get out of oppression is through cool culture or like to, to establish yourself as like this confident culture despite what you're situation is you remember what i was saying a couple weeks ago about i don't want to be number one but i also don't want to be last i feel like mm. that happy medium is right in the middle baby <laughs> that yeah. right in the middle asian people i would argue are right in the middle <laughs> i think so asian sure. people are right in the middle and who's making all the technology <laughs> who's dominating outsourcing of any product who is innovative who is still creative and still has some sort of privilege just right in the middle, mm -hmm. <laughs> right in the middle. And I, I, like I said, I never want, I don't want to be first. I don't want to be last. I don't, I just want to be like fourth out of eighth. <laughs> <laughs> want to be right there in that sweet spot. Oh, right below the podium is mm -hmm. like the greatest spot you could be in. Go, go watch yeah, the that, circle. Go mm -hmm. watch any of these, these reality shows where the person in the middle skates to the finals. Mm. Yeah, they call that the norm. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Very nice. Very nice. Very Jeez. nice. So, yeah, no, I definitely think uh, the title is White Magic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> White Girl Magic? <laughs> White Girl Magic. Um, let's see how many other of, these, other of these topics we can get to before we get out of here. Um, Chet Hanks is asking black women for money. <laughs> that's a nice segue. <laughs> I feel like that was appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chet Hanks, uh, screenshots have come out of him uh, asking. A Does young his lady, dad not like fund his pockets? Like your dad mm. is Tom, motherfucking Hanks. Come on. And your mama is what's his mom name? I don't know. Because she's an actress, right? Yeah, she's famous too. Super famous. Like Holly. Holly? I don't know. Hank's is wife. You think his mom's name is Holly? Rita Wilson. Rita there it is. That's the one. Holly. Rita. Rita Wilson. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, what I said. I'm going to Google their network. <laughs> it's enough that he should not be asking black women for money. I'll put it that way. Um, I'll read the screenshot. You got some money for me, baby. Mm. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, player. I'm got a hundred mil. You got some money for me, baby. No, Jamaican accent. Jamaican what? accent. You have to do it in the. You Jamaican. have some money for me. 
have, yo, where my money there, my girl? Mm. <laughs> She's like, what you need, king? <laughs> Calling a white boy king, first of all, is fucking white boy nasty. magic. <laughs> Calling a white boy king. She might as well just said, oh, what Massa. you need, Massa? <laughs> what you need there, boss? Oh my, God. my lord. <laughs> what do you need? What do you require, my grace? And he said, <laughs> he said, yo, how much you can give me right now? Be honest. How much? Maximum amount. And she said, for you, $22. For <laughs> that. <laughs> Go suck Rita Wilson. And he said, how about 200 this nigga is wow. downbad.com slash fucked it's up. It's the audacity for me. Wow. <laughs> He's been learning from Jamaicans too much. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I went there, Marlon. I went there. All right. All right. I went there, Marlon. All right. All right. The impressions don't stop <laughs> at, at the language. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well played. Well played. Why? Wait, hold on. What's that Jamaican stereotype? <laughs> I'm so confused. I've never heard of that stereotype in my life. Please explain. Remittance. Explain to our mostly Jamaican uh, uh, listenership, please. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, <laughs> green card, visa. Um, <laughs> just dig, the, just dig the hole more. Just dig it more. Yeah, just dig it more. What are, what are the stereotypes that have been thrown around in all these comedy clubs I've been in, in uh, that Jamaican men love to, to date white women for? <laughs> for their money. <laughs> it's I didn't not, say it. It's not <laughs> for them who will. Um, yeah. There was actually there's something very interesting about the whole black woman white woman thing, and I think I forgot to talk about it on here. But there's a reason why black women and white women get along so well. <laughs> Norm looks wait, wait, terrified. What? Black women and white women? Black men and white women. Okay. Why they get along so well. Okay, let's hear it. Y'all don't hear it? It's really, it's pretty actually straightforward. They just have one struggle each. It's literally that it. Is? That's literally it. White women, what is their struggle? Sexism. Do they have a race mm. struggle? No. Do they have a financial struggle? Mm -mm. All right. Black men, what is their struggle? Mm. I mean, Racism. they got many struggles. Yeah. Racism. Do they have another struggle? Do they have homophobia? Do they have, like, unless you're at the interest, and I do mean black straight black men. Let me, let me put it that way. Sorry. Black straight men, white straight women. I, thought, I, I forgot to make that more clear. Yes. Straight black yeah. men and straight white women. Yes. The way you're pronouncing that last T, you're white. putting that emphasis on that. <laughs> straight white. White white. Woman. <laughs> they have one struggle each. There's no intersectionality for the either for both of them, mm. which is why it's so hard for black men and white women to recognize other people's struggles. There's no intersectionality for them. There's no, I'm black and I'm gay. Mm. 
there's no I'm racist and I'm whatever. I don't, like there's so many, especially for black women, the intersectionality is just nuts. Black sexism, mm -hmm. race and sexism, sorry, mm -hmm. um, and all those other things. So it's like I, I I was reading something where it's like the lack of intersectionality makes black straight black men and straight white women have a lot more in common. And they, you identify with struggles when you're with a partner sometimes. It's like, mm -hmm. what is your struggle? I share the same thing too. Oh, let's fucking make love. <laughs> you know what let's I mean? Let's trauma like, bond. Let's trauma bond over this <laughs> shit. And so you kind of stick to your trauma. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And even in, even in dating people um, in regards to specific trauma, a lot of the times our partners are someone who's gone through the same things that we have childhood trauma mm -hmm. or even just you growing up trauma, and you latch on to because you're like oh we can heal each other mm -hmm. you know what i mean which isn't the healthy way to do stuff. not at all way. the healthy way to do stuff yeah. heal your motherfucking self first period and then get into something mm -hmm. that is a joint union of healing mm -hmm. if, if two people are already healed before they get into some shit or at least in the process of healing you know what I mean? At least, yeah. at least unpacking. I'll yeah. even give you unpacking. <laughs> if you're unpacking, I know that there's an effort to change, and mm -hmm. it, it, there's a there's an aspiration to evolve. You know what I mean? And the worst yeah. thing I discussed sure. this with my girlfriend this week. The worst type of people for me personally are people who are incredibly self-aware and do absolutely nothing about it. Mm -hmm. They just hit you with the lines of, I've always been this way. Ask anybody that knows me. This is me. Okay, this is always so change, who I am. bitch. The fuck is going Nigga, on? Nigga, you recognize this and you <sighs> still do nothing to change it. That's worse than people that don't see what they're doing wrong and don't know that they need to change it. That is the unpardonable sin. <laughs> so Joella said that's why she's single right now because she's healing. And I think that is admirable that you've been able to you know it's brave. know that there's something wrong that needs healing but i will say that like life you're there's going to be many things you have to heal from right and things that you don't you're not even aware of so i don't suggest you like holding out to potentially find your partner mm -hmm. um because you might not a know can help you in that healing yeah but being with that partner might like bring something up that you didn't even know you had yeah. right and and if they're the right person then they will also help you nurture that heal through that yeah. do you know what i mean and be understanding through it if they're the wrong person they're gonna obviously it's gonna be amplified and you're just gonna have to figure that shit out on your own and they're gonna probably gaslight you but yeah like i would i would say like heal until you're comfortable enough and you're secure enough in yourself and you can be secure in another relationship in like a relationship with somebody else but don't be like oh my gosh i'm healing i can't talk to anybody because yeah. Yeah. like it's an ever-evolving thing like you you're going to be healing for the rest of your life at the end of the day you know there's going to be something it might not be huge and major it might be a little something, something but yeah if you think about like i always put it this way, like when i think about old sex i used to have and how in that moment mm -hmm. During that time, I thought I was good. having great sex, and mm -hmm. I thought I was good at sex. And then you get older, and you think back to some of the things you've done. Nigga, you cannot be serious. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? You were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh. 
when you look back at certain things and even right now while you're healing, mm -hmm. you don't recognize all the things you need to heal from in that present moment right now. Yeah. You don't know all the things that you're indulging in that 10 years from now, you're going to be like, what the fuck was I doing? It's like looking at old Facebook pictures. What was I wearing? Mm -hmm. Why did I think that looked good? You know what I mean? And it's, a, it's for me, if you can recognize that, that's yeah. the most important part. The biggest thing is definitely recognizing and like being aware of whatever needs to be healed, your faults. Um, the worst thing like you want to do is look at back in a picture of 2007 and you're wearing the same clothes <laughs> true it's the worst thing. that's just the worst thing in life like just as a life thing mm -hmm. you don't want to be wearing the same clothes 10 years later i'm telling you right now <laughs> it doesn't matter how great you think you are at life norm's face says i'm still wearing the same clothes he's not 10 years ago. he's not though i know norm i do have clothes from 10 years ago that i store for specific but you don't wear them the same way be hot. you don't yeah, wear them yeah. the same way though i freak it different. you freak it different hey Right. <laughs> Drip too hard, don't stand too close. You gonna fuck around the ground off these waves. Is that you drowning in the waves? That, that, <laughs> yeah. You were swimming in the wave. You ain't drowning. <laughs> we I am the wave. This bitch. is the gravy. This is the gravy right here. <laughs> we just. We, what are you guys doing? Oh, we just floating on this gravy boat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else happened this week. Um, shout out to Tommy. Shout out to R&B Radar. Even though R&B Radar is currently suspended right now for oh, wow. copyright infringement. Damn. I don't Whoa. know. These labels need to fix up. Like, mans are helping your artists. <laughs> Bro, your account got suspended too? Yeah. These people are fucked. They're That's just on crack. You're not Ooh. getting paid for posting their artists. Are they? We're DJs and platforms. Like crackheads, bro. Full crackheads. But anyways, um, he posted a video of these gentlemen. Yo, honestly, the way that these kids are remixing early 2000s like slow jams and random bops. Yeah. is hilarious and making but, them like hood shit like, like super hood it's almost comical it's almost like parody but they're serious mm. but listen trolling at the same time mm -hmm. listen this this all started with um one one man all right i need y'all to put more respect on his name this was this is this is 10 years in the making a man named tim vocals started this whole trend Bitch, I'm boss, my gun. I do. <laughs> it's you. Woo woo woo. Oh. If I come to your block, 
is talking but we can't hear you brother sorry when did that come out when did that come out 2000 uh, i don't even know it came out 13 years ago mm-hmm. i remember there was a joint and it was done with the dawson's creek song um what is that dawson's creek song i know what you're talking about but i know I exactly know. what you're talking about and i don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> hold on let me find it dawson's creek i know this song too that's a joke Ah, Dawson's Creek theme song intro. There it is. Oh, come on. If fucking ads. When can we get ad blocker on your phone? Oh, uh, when you pay for YouTube, Red. Bond. <laughs> I don't want to wait for my For my gun to be busted. No, it, went, it went like, I don't want to wait for your life to be over. I'll kill you now while I'm sober. Na, 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 na. Um, he says, I'll kill wow, you now while I'm wow. sober. Oh, that was wow. an old, I remember that from way back. Oh, That's man. aggressive. Wow. Yeah. Norm, you all right? Everything okay? <laughs> hey, man, we're talking about getting this. Him already. <laughs> that was the song. They find it. I don't want to wait for your life to be over. I'll kill you now while I'm sober. That's I don't think all. I'll That's find how they it. Wow. I think you've given us a good uh, gist of what it, what it says. I think... Uh, <laughs> It's so about all these, kid, these kids are singing songs. <laughs> they turned Shake It Off into a song about shooting somebody's head off. What are you talking about? Man? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so do you know do you know about oh this God. next you thing that we're crazy. talking about? Do you know about this next thing that we're talking about? Alicia, specifically. This is audio of Sweetie. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. So watch what uh, you say. I'm not going to watch anything (laughs) I say. Uh, She's on the boardwalk performing with a mic and a cardboard that's inviting donations. It's just a very confusing Mm -hmm. move. Please. I I, I thought that was old, to tell you the truth. I thought that was old. No, very new. And it was no, just resurfaced, like early in her career. Nope. She just wanted to get outside and promote her song, her new song. Do you think this is the best the money, way to do so? I'm pretty confident mm-hmm. that it was like money that came from their pockets. I'm not talking about, I don't, I don't even care just, that she, she did Because that. if you go to Venice Beach and stuff like that, that's what you see. You see people like out there. Listen, I'm in no way thinking Sweetie mm-hmm. needs money. <laughs> Let me put that out there first. 
Sawiti does not need money. I know that for a fact. Yeah. However, I got to look at optics. Mm-hmm. And I got to look at the recent moves. The, the last thing that happened with Sweetie was the Triller fight. She did a performance with Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. And I understand there were a ton of technical difficulties that kind of fucked up her, um, her performance mm-hmm. and her routine and all that other stuff. And so I've given her the blight for that. Cool? Now, obviously, we've heard the news with uh, Quavo repoing the Bentley. Or mm-hmm. whatever car. I don't even know what fucking car they had. Mm-hmm. But he repoed some car that he had bought for her, right? Um, but he didn't. He had said, he came on the internet and confirmed that he did. But he didn't because then she went and she did another video. Um, like a best friend, like people who say you're your best friend, whatever. And she had the Bentley keys. Like, that was the last scene when they're pulling out. She hugged somebody and she had the Bentley keys. So that was like her kind of come back to like i still got the keys you know oh, what I mean? she, she posted this video like when when after, was it after after the case after yeah it was after um that line came out that he took the bentley or whatever so that's when she did the video so why did he confirm it on april 9th that's so weird okay well i don't know that's just like some bullshit but like honestly like for what she did like i really think that she just wanted to get outside because at the end of the day she knows that people are going to stop they're going to start recording they're going to post on social media and like that's a way to get the song out whether you guys like it or not people are talking about it you know what i mean but they're not talking about the song that's the problem and it's not just like she just performed one song they they talking about her looking homeless on a boardwalk when she doesn't need to she could have easily done a pop-up concert or pop-up performance and and like Framed it as that. Listen, but you could really do it on Instagram like she was busking. Live. You could you do this on saying? Instagram Live and collect tips or donations or whatever the case may be. It's not about the actual money. I know that it's about being outside and promoting the song. Because what I'm that, saying, the money that was out there was probably from her or her people, like on her team or whatever, who was ever was out there with her. They took the bucket. They're like, let's put some money in it, whatever. Like I get. They put that. a cardboard and wrote yeah, on it. Yeah. That's not. That's See, not a I good look. They're actually it, expecting people to give money. It doesn't matter it's, yeah. it's about optics when you're an artist you can't you can't, you don't want to look a certain way when you're an artist it's just that's just what that's what brand people are there for image consultants are there yeah. for to tell if you she that was playing around and to just to show that she's one with the people that's cool and all i get that but once again if you're talking about let me show you how to bag an eight figure what yeah you can't be that's not the way listen this gotta I mean? come out on a vlog as a fully produced and planned thing before it ever comes on the internet as Sweetie's at a boardwalk with a cardboard sign. Yeah, but that's the thing. Asking like, for money after the internet already thinks that Quavo repoed a car from her and that she bought. Like, the whole rumor was, oh, she uh, Quavo repoed a car and then people were making fun of her for buying a Hellcat, which is like the hottest thing in hip hop right now. But I understand it's significantly less money. And so, like I said, it's an optics thing. It's, it's not about the fact that she got a car. It's about the fact that as an artist, people want to see you with certain types of cars and blah, blah, blah. Pooh Shiesty bought his whole crew Hellcats. Everybody praised him. It was big news. But this is the thing. is like people just want to shit on black women. It's not about shitting on black women. It's about the fact that the rumor of Quavo repoing the car and then like, okay, for example, Bow Wow. Let's Alex go to understands. a butt of the joke, right? 
Bow Wow, if Bow Wow gets a car, a woman dates Bow Wow, takes the car back from him. Mm-hmm. And Bow Wow doesn't go out and get a car that's equal or more. People are going to make fun of Bow Wow. That's just the, the life you live as an artist, especially in this hip hop game where it's all about flexing and all this other ex- extracurricular shit. Bro, they did it to tons of black men that is mm. not that's not that are not black women that are st- it's just an artist elitist thing. It's not even a, mm. a matter of black or white. A white person could probably do this and get away with it. But for black people with this whole clout and flexing Olympics, I don't know what you want to call it. Something like this in her world, especially in the sport in the arena that she's in, which is hip hop is a bad look. And then you pair it with this on the boardwalk. I just feel like as a team, they're not doing her justice. I think it was fine. I just don't think the internet thinks it's fine. The internet doesn't. For me, the internet also that's is it. very judgy for no reason. Super judgy. But, but for me, it's, that's that same internet that helps create like make these artists as big as they are too at the same time. So it's like I think it's also other factors involved. I think if it's another artist like Bad Baby, any of these other no woman uh, female Joel rappers, Billy Eilish. If Billie Eilish did it, everybody would eat it up. Of course, but yes. Billy Eilish is not black. This is this is my point. The black Bad people are held to either. different standards. It doesn't matter. She's in rap. Mm. She's in rap. It's in hip hop. Artists are held to different standards because of what they've allowed to be the talking points on their career. If everybody goes out and get a chin. If everybody, if, if Doja Cat did this, okay. I don't think it, it reads the same because of, like I said, everything oh, surrounding is. it. Everything mm-hmm. surrounding it. And on top of that, Doja Cat, no, known so, troll. Known troll. But listen, so Sweetie, like, takes shots and shit, like, in her video. She'll take shots at people, right? Mm-hmm. So the internet, when everybody was saying that Quavo took the car away mm-hmm. and then getting on her because of the Hellcat and shit like that. So her putting out this donation thing is like, all right, y'all like keep saying that I'm broke, that I don't got this rich nigga no more, whatever, whatever. Send me the donations. Give it me some money. Read that is way. this her Montero? Is that what you're saying? This it is doesn't her read that way because we need to have a history of you being that way. It, that's just how audiences are set up. And brand and image consultants will tell you the same thing. It, consistency is so important. And if it was another artist, like I said, Bad Baby or any of these other hip-hop artists that are females, I think I don't care as much. Whereas Sweetie, I know for a fact, is very smart. I know for a fact is business-minded and is concerned about her image in the grand sco- scheme of hip-hop. So when I see those things, it's more so of like, yo, you're smarter than this. It has nothing to do with her actually doing it. It's almost like, a, yo, you're smarter than this. You don't need to do this. It was this almost not like effective. she was rapping. It was reminiscent of her rapping to J. Cole outside in a parking lot. Well, that was her like, before she even like really But that's what started. I mean. I'm like, isn't this, you're backtracking. Like, this is something you would do and did back in the day. Exactly. But back to your point, I'm like, if it's consistent with what she does... Cool, yeah, you've been doing this, but you did that when you were a nobody trying to impress J. Cole. If you're doing that now to impress whoever's next, it's like, 
It doesn't she look She wasn't doing good. it to impress anybody. She was doing it so people would record it and put it on the internet and they would see her performing her new song that had just dropped. Uh, and it did, exactly, did you see any did you see any positives? It doesn't matter at this point. It everybody does knows matter. no, but everybody knows that whether it's good press or no like bad press, it doesn't matter. Nobody no. saw that. I don't think a majority of people saw that and said, "Let me go listen to the song." I think there's a difference between Good press and bad press when your goal is for people to listen to a song. I don't think that this is good press or bad press. I think it's just bad press. Mm-hmm. If, if your goal was to, to, for people to see you as a joker or a troll, then for sure, definitely, it could if work. This is, but this it is also the depends on the platform. It also mm-hmm. depends on the platform. Had she put this in one of her vlogs that she does on YouTube? But this is what I'm saying. You don't know that because she does have icy life. The internet is a lot faster yeah, it, than what this it was is. On, this was on Instagram Live, so I it's know for a her, fact. It's on her Instagram Live or whatever. Or whoever is... I don't know if it was her Instagram Live or somebody else's. It okay. doesn't matter. But like at the end of the day, we have technology to be able to stream right away. Mm-hmm. So even if she does put it into her icy life, they mm-hmm. have to edit it and package it and then decide when they want to... Yeah. You know, put it out. I understand So it's that. like we could get a whole story of her saying like, oh, like let's just go to the boardwalk and like... You know, I understand that, but you can't you can't put that shit out there when there's so many people around who are going to naturally just share it. Uh, okay, I'll put it this way: when Kevin, when the news about Kevin Hart doing whatever came out, mm-hmm. how many people would you say, in comparison to found out the news, also heard his apology? Do you, would you say it's on the same scale? No, I would, I would assume not everybody knew he even apologized. Not everybody even knew he apologized for that Oscars thing, correct? Mm-hmm. Which resulted in him having to apologize again, which also resulted in him saying, "No, I'm not doing it." Mm-hmm. Right? So, and you have to. Only and heard, that's no, because people, because people take the negativity and they take the bad stuff and they make that spread even more. I, so I, it doesn't matter. So everybody's going to be out here like, oh, look at her sign asking for donations. And she might not have gotten one dollar from anybody like from a random person. Mm-hmm. But like everybody's going to just go and drag that on. Do you know what I mean? But Instead that's of, what I was saying. Okay, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, like... That's not a good thing. Everybody knows who the fuck she is. That's not about, it's not about knowing who she is. That's not the goal of this. The goal is to get the streams up. And if that's your goal, you failed. Is it Just like you said, people are looking at optics and looking for the bad things. The bad shit If first. you know that, you cannot... I just think that like the internet's too... Like, Fickle. That's of course, it. we know that though. It is because, because it's, it's not, not that point. fucking serious. You're proving my it's point not even more. But you're proving my point even more. But, you yeah. know the internet is fickle, and you know but that they don't why do, look why into does everybody or research to, things that they're going to do. So if this can be a good does everybody and bad move. have to be like, why does everybody have to essentially kiss ass just to look good on the internet? It has nothing to do with kissing ass. It has everything to do with recognizing your brand and optics. There's certain things you don't do at certain times, even though you would naturally do them just because of something you might be going through at that time. So it's all about optics when you're an artist, regardless of if she did this as a joke, as a prank, if she's putting it in her vlog, regardless, you have to have a team around you that is fully aware of your brand at that particular moment and know what things you shouldn't do regardless of if you think 
the end and goal is going to be great. Because I agree she could day, be doing a vlog, but how many people are seeing that vlog outside of her core demographic? People aren't just searching up Saweetie vlog. So it's like, regardless, your fans are going to know, but they already knew. They already knew. Those are the one people who are not judging you. If this was a vlog, if this was on Conan O'Brien, if this is on a late night show, which I think she could have easily parlayed, I think this works way better. Way yeah. better. You put it on a late night show, Sweetie's on road, and now you're really poking fun at the fact that the internet is making fun of you for this repo Bentley and saying that you're broke. You, yeah. uh, you have to look at So all I'm going to say, optics. at the end of the day, like, Sweetie is so hands-on on her own brand, and she knows what her brand is. So at the end of the day, if she didn't feel like it was in her best interest, she wouldn't have done it. But sometimes you don't know what's in your best interest, especially as an her, artist. It's her decision. I, I think at the end of the day, all Marlon's trying to say is it. there's True. nothing wrong with her as a person, as an artist, like her music is great. I think Marlon's just saying that that specific move, that one play, was a little blunder. And I would you know, not care if I didn't killing. care about her. Like, I really mm -hmm. actually just want her to win, mm -hmm. which is why something like this becomes so disappointing and becomes a talking point. If people don't give a fuck about her, if she was a bad baby or uh, one of these other girls who are fly-by-night rappers, nobody, this would this be news for half an hour. Mm -hmm. But because it's who it is, we want and expect better from you. It's when like if Beyonce the, does something that is below, in your eyes, her pay grade. You're like, mm -hmm. what are you doing? You're Beyonce. This is what I'm thinking when I see this. You're sweetie. You don't need to do this. Mm -hmm. And there's no angle at which I can see this right away and know what your angle is. I can't know this is a troll or a joke. Had you done this on top of a Bentley... I would have caught the joke immediately. Rent a Bentley for the day, put a sign against it like you're a homeless person, and wrap your songs on top of it. I guarantee everybody now knows it's a joke. So at the end of yeah. the day, you're just saying that it was not executed properly. Exactly. It's just the optics. It, was, it wasn't just received, the optics. received properly. Yeah. yeah. Because if it, had it been another platform, like I said, or done in a different way, then it reads a little differently. But when you're an artist, so much relies on optics, and it sucks. It really sucks. But as an artist, you also know what you're signing up for. You, you've had too much. There's been too many celebrities at this point where if you become a celebrity, you can't say, I didn't expect this and this and this. We've seen it all. <laughs> We've seen it all for decades. If you're becoming a celebrity as a conscious choice, you have to know everything that comes with it. And yeah, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying with you know, Sweetie knows her brand and, mm -hmm. and knows what she wants to do. And I've even had this problem throughout my entire career is knowing when to defer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't defer nearly enough. There's so many things that I would go back and change in my YouTube career if I just listened to other people mm -hmm. that know better than me. But because you're, you're in the position, you're like, nobody knows better than me. Mm -hmm. This is how mm -hmm. I got here off of my decisions and my choices. But, like, this wasn't one of them, mm. personally. Shout well. out to Sweetie, though. We love Sweetie. We do. But mm -hmm. I just want better. But, re but really, like, to be honest with you, when I first saw it, I'm not one to judge. I'm not that guy. I'm not the internet, right? Yeah. But when I saw it, the first reaction was, why why'd you do that? Secondly was, wait, you probably did this in the past. That was the two first things that went through my head. And now I'm just finding out that this is recent. So, but if those were the two things that came to my, my mind, just like, why would you do that? 
or maybe that wasn't and justifying that, oh, that was in the past, made me, that, that just for me goes to show that maybe that move didn't translate the way that she was hoping. I just know that people are a lot like what Alicia was saying, fickle, mm-hmm. especially the internet. They and are fickle. They don't, people, like we know what headline culture is, people don't look into things. If I, and they don't think about the bigger picture either. Ever, like. ever. They don't think that this could be a rollout. They don't yeah. think that there could be a video spawning from this. Or she could have been shooting a music video doing it. The, all they mm. care about is what they see. Mm. Everything is face fucking value on the internet. It's the that most annoying thing in the world. could have been a little Dicky music video. You yeah. know what I mean? Bro, it's the same reason why the elections turned out the way they are. Face value. That's all people are looking at is fucking optics. Nobody wants to research. Nobody wants to read. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to look into things. People, like I said, people thought I got a Honda fucking bike in my first commercial. Mm-hmm. People <laughs> thought I get free Frosted Flakes for life because I did a commercial. People, Yo, dog, you have any mentos on you right bro, now? Bro, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> for the majority of people, they're not idiots. They just don't know. You know what I mean? They don't care to like look into it. And they don't care to know. Or just like expand their mind. Exactly. Think outside the box. How many people would you say, in your opinion, in your in your life, Mm -hmm. are open minded? Not enough. Not enough. No, not at all. And I'm pretty sure the majority of us can say that. So expecting open mindedness from closed minded individuals is Mm -hmm. it's just nuts. Which is why you gotta know who you're dealing with when you do things like this. But Listen, I want the best for Sweetie. I hope nothing but the best. I, I like every Hell time yeah, I see people try to peg her down, I think about those hot that hot ninety seven moment mm-hmm. that she had, and like how resilient she's been, and how she's fought herself out of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she's putting on a project where she's putting on other artists, mm-hmm. fresh, not signed to her. She didn't manage them. She didn't make them sign some contract, and now she's getting all the streaming money. She just did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Those are the type of artists you need in the game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The things that she preaches, especially to young girls, those are the type of artists you need in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I want her she's to win. She's not just an artist. She's like a business. She's always had some type of business mind. So I look at her as a mogul over is. an artist. Yeah. Her? I mean, she just has so many options for her. So it is what it is. And I think that people need to just give her grace because I've also seen other people like talk about the way she raps or whatever the case may be. And it's like, yo, let the girl learn. You know what I mean? Not everybody can come out. Like she has openly been on interviews and stuff like that, where she says like, it's not easy for her to write. It takes her a long time. She can't just go to the booth and like lay it down. This is something that she really has to work on. And she does work on it because she really wants it. I think that the frustrating for some people when it comes to something like that is following somebody on TikTok or Instagram, mm-hmm. or even just having a friend that you know some, something like that comes easy for them, mm-hmm. or they really have really good songs, all that other stuff, mm-hmm. it's like people are constantly being like, but they could do it. Yeah, but it's, but also, like, it. but it's also like with Doja Cat, right? Because so, like Doja Cat and Sweetie are kind of, you know, like same level or came in the game around same the time, came yeah. in the game at the same time. And it's like we can see Doja raising to like superstar level and she puts out all of this like quality stuff. But it's like also you do realize that Doja really has been working on this forever. Facts. Way before the whole bitch yeah. I'm a cow move shit, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. nobody knows that. 
Right. And like even with the bitch, I'm a moosh it. Like so many people dragged Doja yep. through the dirt, yep. through the hay. The cow manure. Yeah. <laughs> and look at where she is now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yep. No. I don't know. I get it, man. Listen. It's been a hell of a ride, this pod. Um, hold on, let me, let's check what Joella's saying here. I think Doja Cat would, ju- would have just been called classist or been told she was mocking the homeless since she's known for trolling. She's kind of in the same bracket as Lil Nock's ex in that way. And see, and it goes back to background of what people know you for, right? If people, excuse me, if people really believe that, that Doja was in racist chat rooms showing feet, then that is a narrative that they're really going to go with. You know what I mean? They're not going to think of it as a rollout or a fun thing that she's doing. They're going to really think of it as her cosplaying homeless people and try to cancel her, right? Mm-hmm. And so that you raised some great points, Joella. Shout out to, shout out to the fucking Patreon gang, man. Yeah. Patreon <laughs> gang produced this episode. If y'all hate it, talk to them niggas. <laughs> it's um, their problems. <laughs> but nah, shout out to the Patreon gang, man. Um, y'all got uh, the new Norm Storm recipe this week. Ooh. That Trinidadian some, bake. Some fried some fry bake, man. I think it was Jason or Javon. I think it was Jason who said that he learned how to roll his first blunt while watching you cook bake. You roll the blunt in the middle of the video? Oh, I, I, I make sure to do that every video. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's part of my cooking, cooking process. I must smoke. I'm definitely doing oh, that. Sorry, no, it was Javon. It was Javon. Watch Norm fry a bake and learn how to roll at the same time. Nice. Mm. See? Look at that. Look how much value you're getting on the Patreon. <laughs> Shout out to everybody on Patreon. You guys don't know how much we fucking appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't be in the studio without you guys. Um, and with that being said, you know, I've been recording in Montreal, and I've recorded all the spots that I recommend all the big gravy gang to go to every come out here. Ooh. That's you don't keep that a Patreon no exclusive that's, as well. That's a Patreon exclusive. That's yeah. a Patreon gang. Like mm. I said, $2, $5, or $10 gets you into the gang. Um, this is how we, we feed our kids. Um, what this kids? Is, this is how, that's the next Alicia. 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 That's the next bet. Who's going to have the kid first? We're trying to, we're trying to get money. We're trying to get money. <laughs> um, so yeah, the kids. Oh, so many kids. Um, no, we gotta feed our own can, bellies. Fuck that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never selling a car with Alicia. <laughs> selling You've anything on Craigslist. Said that women don't Kijiji. know how to sell cars, so and we don't know how to sell ourselves. We're like bad car salesmen. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the car itself. Y'all can sell a car. Just can't sell yourself. <laughs> By the way, this car uh, has a, a slight bump in it. <laughs> Oh, and the engine doesn't work too well. <laughs> I hope they drag you. I hope they drag you for your imaginary uh, kids and begging for money. After I you have just, children. After oh you my God! So listen, you should, you should support it. Right you on. <laughs> just write it on a card, piece of cardboard. Just write it on a piece of cardboard. Oh. <laughs> and just tell jokes at Dundas Square. Nice, nice. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in another week. It's been a fucking spell. I'm Marlon. Mm-hmm. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Yes, 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.